Guys, welcome to episode 183 of Open Your Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those are Rock. It's episode 182, but it's G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, and Masters of the Universe. No, it's not. It's 83. Is it? Yeah. Where did you get? Why did my notes come up 182? Uh, oh, you might be looking at the wrong notes. <laughs> All right, Lotus, first edit point. I was going to say, Lotus, you can leave those in. That just shows we're human. Ain't nothing wrong with being human. <laughs> oh, what a dick. Yeah, I got the right notes up. <laughs> uh, well, like I say, we are human people, and we just kick it. If you'd like to kick it with <laughs> us, you could do that on... Uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash open your toys. We've got a small but dedicated group of people that love to talk toys over there. If you want to find out um, links to everything we're talking about, including our Facebook group, how to subscribe to us, uh, maybe where we are on Facebook, you can do that at openyourtoys.com. At the top of the page, there's a link to the show notes. It'll have all the links of everything we're talking about. Um, if you just want to follow the show on Facebook, you can do that at facebook.com slash open your toys cast, or you can, and if you want to contact us, you can do that in our Facebook group on the Facebook page over email at team at open your toys.com over voicemail at 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. All right, Mr. Rock, how can people find you, sir? Facebook and in the group and on my YouTube channel. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Do you want me to link your Facebook on here? Yeah, I you can, can do that okay. if people, I guess it's not too hard to find you in the group or no. if, if people know your last name, so. Um, if you want to find me, you can do it at uh, facebook.com slash open your toys at Slick McFavorite on Instagram and email slick at openyourtoys.com. Uh, Mr. Stark is not with us yet. We're hoping he can join us. I bet he has no idea that we got almost an hour late start when he told us he was going to be late for the show. So hopefully he should be with us momentarily. Uh, Mr. Mastrangelo, what, and, and, is it Mastrangelo or is it literally Mastrangelo? How do you? The uh, uh, first one, Mastrangelo. Mastrangelo, okay. Because uh, we had we had pronunciation talk with uh, uh, Mister Arndt, so I I want to make sure I'm not mispronouncing it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking tonight, sir? 
I'm actually drinking soda. I'm drinking a Barg's root beer. We just went to the movie theater, and the bundle I got ended up being like that 89-ounce size. Wow. Like just the, it's just a ridiculously oversized soda. I don't get it. But <laughs> And it's in a uh, James Bond souvenir cup. Oh, nice. But that movie's been delayed because of the virus. They delayed the movie until November. November. Yeah, I just saw that today. That's crazy. I'm just like, oh my god. Just Yeah, there's been but... speculation. I heard that either uh, the guy Rami Malek is the the bad guy in the movie. He and is, I yeah. heard there's either there's either two reasons why they're delaying the movie. Either number one is because China is such a big part of the uh, the global box office intake that maybe they won't go see the movie because of what's going on. Or the other reason is there is something with a, of some kind of virus in the movie. Oh, and really? that's why they're delaying it. Ah, I bet that's, that's what I've heard. That's the speculation. That's crazy. I, I, that makes sense. And they don't want to give it away. But yeah, I thought it was pure like box office. Well, it's still box office greed. But it, at least that's like, you know, having a little bit of a heart kind of thing. Yeah, that's a big delay to push a movie back till November. Yeah. That's ready to roll right now. It's ready to come out in April, so. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's nutty. Yeah. Well, I am drinking, and, and this made me so, so mad. <laughs> I, I am still on my chilada kick. So I have okay. I have Sol Chilada Limon y Sal, beer with natural lime flavor and salt. And it says, a refreshing crisp mix of soul beer with natural lime flavor and salt for a familiarly classic taste. Uh, what I didn't realize is normally when you call something a michelada, that means it has tomato juice in it. So I thought this was just like extra lime and salt flavor. No, it, it's just a beer with lime and salt flavor, which if I read that description, I probably would have known, but it's the, not the bad. Salt part, the salt part throws me off. I get the lime. Well, or, see, or it's, it's super popular growing up in New Mexico. It's super popular. Well, and, and you see them, um, well, I was going to say, you see them in the Fast and Furious drink Coronas all the time. A big thing in New Mexico was to lime and salt your Coronas. So, oh, yeah, like a margarita, kind of like that idea. Well, and see, a, a few people like girls used to do this, and I did it for a while just because I really liked it. But uh, so some people, what they would do is they would salt the neck of the Corona. So if you're a girl. It's a very seductive looking thing because you would lick <laughs> the salt off of the bottle and then take a drink. Hey, I, I really liked it. So I did it for a while until I just got teased merciless. Merciless. Oh, I can only imagine what was said. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but so that's one way. The other way is just putting the lime and then and then putting salt directly in the beer. And you have to be careful because salt will like agitate the beer like super crazy. Like I've seen so many beers blow up because people just add too much salt and that kind of shit. 
Yeah, that's a weird one. <laughs> but if you're ever at a liquor store, look for little... I mean, they sell lime salt packets. And I assume they sell those all over the country. Maybe it's just around, you know, New Mexico and Colorado and stuff. But there's little lime salt packets that combine both of them that you put them in the beer. But Yeah, I'll have to take a look at that. It's good. I fucking love it. You know, like I say, if I had to choose one beer to drink for the rest of my life one way, it'd be Corona with lime and salt. I mean, that's hmm. that's that's my thing. So, all right, let's go ahead and get into con news. Uh, first up, because we recorded our Toy Fair episode last time, right the first week in a Toy Fair, we did miss some of the things. So we're going to revisit some of the things we didn't get to talk about. First up, Jada Toys uh, Nano Transformers. So these are the little, like, uh, uh, not Hot Wheels, what am I, Micro Machine size vehicles that they did. Um, they did the movie versions. So there was a movie Optimus Prime and I think like two different Bumblebees. Well, now they're doing the G1 vehicles. So you get a G1 cab over engine prime, a Volkswagen Bumblebee, and even a Starscream as a jet. So. What's weird is they put movie packaging on the G1. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. That is kind of weird. And maybe it's a mock up or something, but, you know. That's true. But the G.I. Joe ones next to it are definitely a mock-up because the vehicles aren't in them. And I'm excited about this. The fucking, the G.I. Joe one has a Cobra Hiss, a Mark II Vamp, and a Snowcat. So two of my favorite vehicles in there. But uh, the Starscream, God, quit, quit chroming the silver on Starscream. It's not supposed to be a chrome. It's it's a metal or it's a like a f16 color you know just yeah. a flat a flat gray but so oh and then they show them next to the bumblebees yeah there it seems like they're quite a bit larger too you see that picture where they have them yeah bumblebees displayed? bigger than almost as Every optimist, yeah, it might just be the way they they staged them in the photo, but yeah, it's definitely yeah, it's pretty large. Um, if you click the next one, it shows the next series, which looks like it'll be a jazz sideswipe and jet fire, which is kind of exciting. Yeah, I'm surprised because that's the whole issue with the uh, with Robotech and with the yeah, the Harmony Gold. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how they're getting away with it. Maybe because it looks just like the Sky Striker they made or something that they can get away with it, or I don't know. Yeah, that was, I, I don't know. It's interesting. And then they show their uh, 124th scale as well as whatever that larger scale is that they're showing off there. Their $25 scale, their $8 scale as well. But... Yeah, I'm excited for those. I haven't I I I want to buy the movie ones because I would like I don't like the new uh Camaro, but I do like the 67 or 69 Camaro and I do like the Prime. So, I'll get that I'll get those sets eventually. I guess I better get on them soon if if they're coming out with new waves, but 
Um, next up, final word on Jazz Wears Joe's. So after all of that stupid speculation, <laughs> this is what Jazz Wears is making for G.I. Joe. <laughs> and it's their, their domes figures. Just throw them right in the fucking garbage. Oh, I, my God. I, I think it was awful. Yeah, well, and now I get it. They said accessories, right? The, they consider these little goofy things accessories, you know, because they're not figures or anything. So now I get where all the rumors were saying, we're making G.I. Joe accessories, not action figure accessories, but little stupid things you buy to put on your desk. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine how popular these are going to be with the collector's. You know, I, I just don't see there being much of a market for them. Yeah. Well, especially not. I mean, the big thing is, is maybe they would have jumped on this when there was nothing else out there. But we're about to get a line of six inch figures. We're about to get movie toy. Like, we're about to be inundated with G.I. Joe stuff. So. Yeah. And I can't imagine how many kids are going to be like, oh, this is what I want to buy. Yeah. With all the other <laughs> options out there. I want to. Does it even come out of the dome, or is it covered in the dome? No, I think that dome's, like, glued in there. It's meant oh, to God. be, like, a little... Ugh. Yeah. So, and... <laughs> yeah. Um, so, another article about the Jada vehicles here. Um, let's see... Uh, so it's not only uh, vehicles that they're going to be doing, but they're also going to be bringing G.I. Joe into their nano metal figurines, which they'll have Duke, Snake Eyes, um, Cobra Commander, Hooded, Storm Shadow, Destro, and Baroness. Now, the what's crazy is I think these are the like little like three packs where you see, oh yeah, it is, see? Uh, they usually come in single packs, five packs, or 20 packs. And they're just like little tiny, like, f metal figurines, I would say. Because <laughs> you've seen those, right? They do, they've do. done superheroes and, like, Harry Potter and shit like that. Yeah, Target has that one section in the back by the DVDs that they have, like, these kind of figures. And, yeah, I've yeah. seen these things. Yeah, so, again... May, uh, not my thing, you know. Maybe at a dollar store, I'd buy a, a Storm Shadow or something, but yeah. Yeah, like this has five below written all over it to me. And what's kind of cool now, because I thought about getting these for Mrs. McFavorite, was like what allows them to do is do these, uh, what you could call a play set. You know, because they're so small, they've done like they've done like a Harry Potter one where you could display like twelve of these things on it. And I thought that you know, Miss McFavor might like that. Never pulled the trigger, so it'd be kind of cool if they do like you know, like Cobra Mountain or you know something like that as a playset for these, but. Still, like you say, it's a tchotchke, and and unless you're just you have nothing else to buy, I doubt people are going to be. I mean, the only money thing on I'm those. wondering is unless there's just a whole market of like safe for work, bring it to you know for your desk toys. Yeah, I mean, there's supposed to be a big market for that. Maybe it's just I'm not, I don't see that. Yeah, I, 
and I've always been that guy that I'm not afraid to like I've had leader class figures on my desk at work like no like my desk at work looks as crazy as my desk at home you oh, know yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> which which right now I literally have no space to put anything except for my laptop and my mouse but uh but yeah I mean but maybe there are people where they're they don't feel comfortable taking huge action figures or you oh, know yeah, or something that's expensive to work like you don't mind well yeah thing to work that if somebody touches it or drops it it's not the end of the world exactly yeah i've you had know, it's funny. i brought i brought one figure to work i brought the toy was it uh i brought a nice ghostbusters figure it's really highly artic- articulated it's a slime peter vankman i even put it on a stand <laughs> Every time I move my desk, the thing falls over. <laughs> I can only imagine, like, if I bring... I'm, I haven't brought more stuff to work. I'm afraid, like, if I do move my chair, I move, I spin around the desk to see if it's printing on the other desk, <laughs> uh, like, everything's going to fall over. So, I, I, mean, I couldn't imagine having a lot of stuff on my desk and the shit just falling over all day long. Well, and that's the nice thing, especially if you display a lot of shit out of package. Like, you really get to find out... Because there's tons of figures that just will not stand after a certain amount of time. The plastic deteriorates, it either shrinks or whatever. The joints know. get loose. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so. I mean, it's a Diamond Select figure. That's a really nice figure, but the way the... I guess it's the weight from the backpack makes it a little back heavy, so if it just... Yeah. A little bit of motion, man. It goes right over. <laughs> but man, I, I don't. I guess it'd be cool. I guess if somebody bought it for you, like for a five dollar figure. But yeah, it's just that Jada stuff is not my uh, cup of tea. Yeah. Well, here you go. Buy this Mondo Motu. Buy a hundred and fifty dollar action figure. Take that to work here. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we get uh, we get uh, Man at Arms and all his glory here. Uh, get his huge ass 2000x shoulder pad as an accessory as well as a kind of cool mohawky flat top version of his head god these mondo just look amazing man yeah they do uh, if if 12 inches your thing and motu's your thing yeah i don't think you can besides the goofy head sculpts on on skeletor and he-man which you know could be a big deal to you but this head sculpt looks amazing um and then just for good measure right next to him we get uh iron giant and the iron giant looks dope i love how they've posed him and just like this kind of casual thing uh casual look on the side on yeah, the shelf yeah, yeah just chilling yeah they do uh, yeah i mean it's it's amazing but on the same point, there's also a $20 Iron Giant that you can get right now at Walmart. Same size, not nearly as cool. Not It doesn't have 18 swappable hands or anything like this one does, or 10 or 4 different heads. But it can do the job if you're just looking for an Iron Giant to put on your shelf. Um, I know you're not a big Walmart guy. They also have uh, Forbidden Planet, uh, or is it Forbidden Planet, or is it Lost Planet? Anyways, the Robbie the Robot. Oh, okay. 
Um, so if people, and it looks amazing again for only 20 bucks, it's about 12 inches tall. So it's lost in space. You mean, is that okay? That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, is I'm it not... the Netflix Robbie the robot or is it like, no, it's the, style? it's the classic. Okay. Gotcha. Let me, let me see that if I can cool. find it here. Oh, it looks amazing, you know. And again, I haven't, I haven't seen what the articulation looks like or anything. I've just seen it. Oh yeah, it's out of stock online right now. But mine had, no. See, this is, this is still Robbie the robot, but it says it's Forbidden Planet. So I'm not hmm. sure how, how Lost in Space and and Forbidden Planet mix in. So. Uh, Ed Arndt, I know uh, they, they've they talked about Lost in Space on uh, the Guild of Calamitous Intent. Uh, oh, it actually says there's one left. Well, that's another, while you're mentioning that, that's another really good group. And I recommend if you're on, open up your toys group to go join their group as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hardcore sci-fi horror comic book collectors, not non-toy related stuff. Mostly like movies, TV shows, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, some spoiler so. chats, a lot of you know. Yeah, a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the. Usually, I'm a little iffy about people adding me to groups, you know, or inviting me to groups. But that one, I was certainly glad I joined. Because, again, I, I primarily am a toy guy. You know, I right. would say out outside of that group, all my other groups are toy groups, you know, kind of thing. So it, it's cool to kind of get a perspective on the entertainment slash fiction side of things as well. Completely agree. Um, all right. Uh, Mattel Motu. Since they hadn't put any of this up last weekend, they put all of this stuff up on Monday, which, good on them for doing that. Um, let's see, we've got uh, Masters, uh, well, let's just kind of scroll through these pictures. It, and you're, you said you're on your iPhone, right, when yeah. you do this? But I'm, I'm looking at doing the notes on the iPad. Oh, okay. So you, I see what you do. Okay. So you record, you, your call is on your iPhone, but you look at it here. Okay. So I like the sled with Adam. I think that's a dope way to have Adam is give him the sky sled. Um, I like that they give you the snake or they give you the serpent or the snake and the eagle head for the sky sled. That's a nice touch. And they give you the stand too, which is nice. How oh, does it have lying. a flat? Yeah. Oh, that is dope. I, I guess I, I just never take that shit for granted. Like I'm like, oh, that's just display. But yeah, you're definitely right. That is the yeah. It's like nice your little stand. base piece, and then the little clear part to make it look like it's flying. Yeah, uh, they did a great. They did a great job with it. My only complaint, obviously, because I'm a vintage collector, is they differentiated by putting that retro play and the 20 year thing on it, but. Of all complaints, it's very, very minor. I, Are I you talking about dogs. on the packaging itself, or yeah, there's in the upper right. Oh, corner, I see what you're 20, saying. And then yeah. the, it says modern posing retro play. Yeah, it's a small complaint, but I mean, I think it looks great. Hell yeah, um, Battle Cat looks good. Uh, 
we've seen most of these figures before so we keep going um the back of the packaging looks great again very vint reminiscent of the vintage line uh let me see this yeah and the artwork is so much better than what super seven was doing let me tell you uh, i'm already wondering like what the scare glow is going to go for on the secondary market because you know that's going to be the figure that everybody it's going to be the boba fett of motu yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, because you know, I can imagine the He-Man and the Skeletor will be like multi-packed and stuff, but probably not. And I'd be curious about the Trapjaw too. Trapjaw's got a pretty, pretty feverent, feverent uh, uh, following as well. What I can't believe is I was looking up vintage Ghostbusters, kind of Ghostbuster stuff uh, on eBay this week. The stuff that sold out, the Walmart exclusives. Uh-huh. Would would you believe it if I told you that State Puff and the Slimer are being resold already at ten times the retail price? Oh my God, dude! See, and those are the ones that when they hit stores, those will be hanging out forever. You know, it's the Ghostbusters that are gonna fucking sell out right away. I mean, know? I could not believe it when I saw it for hundred and fifty dollars. Oh because the vintage one's between three fifty and five hundred, so that's ridiculous. So um, unless they're just trying to catch somebody slipping that doesn't realize it's a pre-order for the vintage, yeah, yeah, the re-release, yeah, exactly. I mean, but they did have it labeled like it's going to be for sale in June, but yeah, I can only imagine <laughs> what this scare glow is going to go for. I can just picture it just being like the one figure that's going to be you know fifty or seventy-five dollars on eBay if you can't find it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely a possibility. Uh, Mini Masters are back. It looks like these are going to be uh, probably blind bag. It looks like uh, they'll each come with, uh, uh, it looks like they're coming in little Grayskull or Snake Mountain clamshell things. Maybe this is a way for you to tell that you're getting... You're getting a bad guy or a good guy at least, but not. I do like the box it comes in. Yeah. The retail display box. Like, I will yeah. buy these just for that. Just, I, I'm with you on that too. I agree. Uh, looks like uh, they're showing off some very interesting variants here. We're getting uh, a zombie or a slime T Man. We're getting a disco Skeletor that's not too disco. Uh, mini comics trap jaw and then i don't even know what that man at arms is in the bottom right hand corner that blue and green man at arms i don't know what the hell that's from yeah i'm looking uh, hold on i'm looking for that photo it's just the the first one that shows all of them oh yeah he's got uh, a blue helmet and a green yeah green body Oh, that, and here's the that, close-up of them. Yeah. I don't know what the hell that's from. So someone that's more Masters inclined, please chime in let us know. Uh, I'm glad to see Stinkor in there. He's a focus character for me. So uh, Next up, Mega Constructs. First up is the Battle Ram. So that looks dope. It looks like it's going to have some sort of uh, missile firing gimmick as well there at the top. So excited for that. 
I mean, I think that's what's got me so juiced about Mega Constructs, even though I haven't built my Castle Grayskull yet, is that there's just so many possibilities for the vehicles and beasts and stuff like that at such a good price point. I've heard a lot of things about that Castle Grayskull putting it together. Oh, God, it's, dude. It's not, it's not the easiest build. And it's, not no. like building, it's not like building Legos. No, because what Lego has really done is taken this, like simplified it so much so like each page is really simple to do and what mega constructs does is kind of like old school lego from like the 80s where it's literally they just show you an entire layer at one time and you kind of you know they'll give you the part counts so when mega constructs it's really important to make sure you have all your parts together before you start a bill before you start a step or a page because it does it just kind of it, it it dampens some of the other in color and then it shows you where the new piece is going but it will literally show you an entire layer of bricks which might be 30 bricks that you have to figure out how to put yeah, on I've there heard it's a little time consuming and it's a little yeah. tricky and that uh you know, my friend was building it. He had like 200 or so extra pieces left over when he was done. And then he oh, that like, doesn't sound right. It was. <laughs> and he had to like he had to like shore it up a little bit with some other pieces. So yeah, it's hard. It's a little tricky when you do decide to build it. Yeah. So so if that's not your thing, stick with the Roton or what else <laughs> are we getting here? The Talon Fighter. With the cool little add-on for for Castle Grayskull, I thought that was a really nice touch. I, that merman, the color on the merman is driving me a little crazy on the on the Roton, but whatever. Um, all right, what else here? Uh, Pixel Dan's Mattel walkthrough. Now I feel so bad. I am so behind on all of my YouTube. I'm literally going to use He-Man.org's notes on this to talk about the highlights. Usually I try to do my own highlights, things I think are important. Um, but here's their highlights from this video. And then I implore you, go watch it, man. Go watch all the Pixel Dance walkthrough stuff with the companies. You learn more stuff from his walkthroughs than you'll ever read in any article on any toy site. He does an amazing job. Um, but let's see... Uh, Origins, the line will be a Walmart exclusive for 2020. And that, like, I thought it was a Target exclusive at first, and now it's a Walmart exclusive. So, me and Walmart exclusives don't get along. I'm already sighing. Wow. The the big thing with Walmart (laughs) exclusives is weight. You know, like don't play, don't pay aftermarket prices. Wait, you'll see, you'll see twenty sound waves and forty cassette packs. You know, kind of yeah. thing. But, but I feel you in, in the excitement when everybody's finding it because that's the only place they go to shop or something. It's kind of hard to turn that off. I I feel you, Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I just know how much trouble I went through to get the Transformers, and then, yeah. you know, the, the, with the Ghostbusters now. I'm like, oh, great, another Walmart exclusive. <laughs> That's but. exactly right. 
But then again, I heard you know Target exclusives are no better. Like that Red Hulk right now, people are going ape shit trying to find it. Well, and I haven't even seen, like I said, well, I haven't seen quite a bit, but this last week I went on a crazy, like, I hit probably seven Targets and five Walmarts, the most I've ever hit in a week since I was employed, at least. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I didn't see a ton of stuff, like, saw hardly any Earthrise. Never saw the Red Hulk, you know, some of the other stuff I never saw in stores, so. Um, but it'll be a line available to all retailers in 2021. All Thank figures, God. yeah, all figures on display will be 2020 releases. So that's how, that's what I don't get is like, I mean, so if it's a Walmart exclusive, and then they a year later they start. Are they going to re-release all of this stuff? You know, so yeah, maybe like you know how like the retros went to Entertainment Earth and other places. The Star Wars retros went to Entertainment Earth afterwards. Maybe yeah. that's going to happen. Like they'll have the exclusivity, you know, for the rest of the year, and then maybe they'll be on Big Bad or somebody else. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, says He-Man and Skeletor are evergreen stock, so they'll always be available. Which means there'll be peg warmers clogging shelves, unfortunately. Uh, Mini Masters Series 1 will be... Oh, here we go. It's... uh, Wow, here. Uh, So it says Series 1 will be Grayskull Mini Clamshells. The Heroes and Villains will be Blind Box. I think this is a typo. I think they meant to say Series 2 will be in Snake Mountain Mini Clamshells. And the Heroes and Villains will be Blind Box. The line will include Chase figures. So that's probably some of those weirder ones we saw. Oh, yeah, Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, let's see. So in regard to the battle Ram for mega constructs, good news and bad news. Bad news is the sky sled set shown during San Diego comic-con that included Beastman, Scareglow, and Prince Adam will not go into production. The great news is it's being replaced in the lineup by a full battle Ram that includes two new characters, Mechanic and Triclops. Whoa, so that's cra- like everybody was crazy about Scareglow and I was and I was kind of like, yeah, but it's it's still coming in this in the sky sled and now they're saying it's not even going to come in the sky sled. Hmm. Oh, that's fucking shitty. So that Scareglow <laughs> that Scareglow fucking mega constructs is just going to go through the roof. They're going to need to fucking re-release that at some point. Uh, anyways, uh, feature uh, the Sky Sled and the Ram separate, of course. Uh, working launchers and a space in the back for a second figure, just like the original. Uh, interchangeable faces, if that's your thing for the Sky Sled. A snakehead uh, and a griffin. Oh, I think I called it the bur- or the eagle face, but I guess it's a griffin. Uh, Mechanic will have neck extension, Triclops helmet spin, so he has three different eyes. Uh, oh, Sky Sled's only 180 pieces of retail for about 20 bucks, available in early 2021. That's not too bad, so, price yep. wise. 
Yeah, and that's what I was saying is not only can they do the vehicles, they're not very expensive. I mean, if you look at that sky sled, like I say, it's not that many pieces. Because what Mega Constructs also does, and I think Lego does this too, is they count all the pieces of the figures as well. Oh. So. Um, all right, last up. W-S-T-M-O-T-U. That's right. World's smallest masters of the universe. Again, not in vintage packaging. Not with vintage artwork. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's animation artwork at least. But, yeah, God. Um, and I hope they're not just going to be all... The He-Man is just crazy loose. At least the Tila and Skeletor have, like, their accessories and baggies that are kind of pressing them in there. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by this. It was just like, it looked like it was a poorly put together, like, custom that somebody just threw it up. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised by that. Well, and the paint is just awful. Like, if you look at the out-of-the-picture ones, like, Tila's eyeballs look like look like she's Betty Boop or something. I don't know. <laughs> it looks like that gif of the four porn stars that says, uh, when you show them your toy collection. And oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks like she's got those eyes. Like it's like yeah, surprise and horror all in one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a lot of you guys know that meme I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, so, ew, no, yeah, a little disappointing. I'll, I'll get the He-Man and the Battle Cat, but probably to open, not to leave in these little fucking dinky packages that have no retro appeal whatsoever, but yeah, eh, I'm glad they're doing it, I'm sure it's for somebody, so, just not me. Um, other con news, if you're uh, local to the Denver metro area, as I am, our biggest toy show is coming up um, in a couple months, April 19th. It's the 30th anniversary of the Dana Kane Toy Show. So this is, uh, they have now combined the doll show, the toy show, the voltage show, which is kind of cool for people that aren't from around here. The voltage show is old school electronics. So you can go find, like you can find those, uh, console TVs, you know, that had all the amazing woodwork back in the day. Oh, you can get, I mean, like, it, it's less it's less vintage than most things, but, like, people have, like, the Sony Walkmans and, you know, and stuff like right. that. So, uh, kind of a cool addition. And then they're adding this year her guitar show. So, if you're a guitar guy, that'll also be there. Um, much more expensive for the vendors, which I think is bullshit, but she touts that it's, it's still only five bucks for people that want to attend it. So this is a pricey one. This went from, I used to be able, if, if you were to get four tables, you could get four tables for 20 bucks a piece. Wow. So, yeah, so that was like amazing. That's what I did back in the day to get rid of stuff. Now, 
now each table you one you have to buy at least three or more to get any kind of discount and if you only buy three tables they end up being about 45 bucks a table which is you know like if you're just a private seller like i'm getting two tables and then shane from the group is going to get another table so we're paying about 45 bucks a piece for our tables so that means i have to like clear 90 bucks profit before i even like make any money you know right so so if you're going on like a toy show versus ebay ebay is going to charge you 15 percent to make up my money for the 90 dollars. i have to sell like 600 dollars worth of shit before i even like start clearing anything you know compared to just selling on ebay but right and don't don't take anyone's word for it if you've never sold at a toy show it's just as much work to sell at a toy show as it is to put shit up on ebay oh, you well, might you have to be haul it all in there yeah you still oh, got to okay. price check shit you know like it's the only thing you ha- you don't have to do is take pictures and type out descriptions which i've gotten super lazy on ebay already I take one picture and I I just use my title as my description and that's it nowadays. Well, the good thing is so. it's cash and carry. Like it's you're not going to ship something out and then hope they get it and hope it didn't. Yeah, that's it's that's the big thing. You know, they give you the cash, they walk away with it. It's a done deal. And that's why it's great. Like I don't buy vintage Star Wars online at all. I only buy it in person at shows. So it's good for stuff like that, you know? If you're worried about the condition of something, if you're worried about authenticity, all that kind of stuff, buy it, buy it at a toy show. So, um, And then TF Cons coming up in a couple weeks. They just announced their customizing class figure, which sucks because... The customizing class has been sold out for months. It usually sells out just just like BotCons did. It usually sells out within the first couple days it's offered. But uh, they're doing this one's really kind of a cool concept. They're doing the Furai uh, model kits, the IDW uh, IDW. It's ba- it's the Optimus Prime Nemesis version, just basically so some of the parts are black on it. But they're doing the Delta Powered Commander or the Powered Convoy uh, for the Diaclone. So the blue Optimus Prime that came originally with the Ultra Magnus armor. So um, it's a really cool one. I I would have... I probably would have done it if it's still available. I think the customizing class is like 80 bucks. That model itself is $40 by itself. So you're paying 40 bucks for a day worth of, you know, it looks like they'll be teaching you how to weather parts because they, they've got some weathering on the metal there, as well as do some shade painting like his windows have you know they're like a yellow with a little bit of darker orange around the side so um some damage uh some uh, damage effects that you can do with a um 
hot glue gun or what's the fucking a soldering iron. So, got well, a cool concept. Cool to bring that home from the con. You know, yeah, something to remember it by. Yeah, I mean, still one of my funnest things is uh, when the Joe Con was out here. I did the customizing class, and it was Bullet Man from from the 12 inch GI Joe line, but in three and three quarter inch. And I was like, I have no fucking connection to this, but it was so fun just to sit in a class. You know, we just sat in like one of their little conference rooms with like 20 other hardcore fans and just talk all day, you mm-hmm. know, because they'd be like, here's your instructions. Ask for help if you need it. You know, there wasn't a ton of instruction, you know. So right. if you didn't know how to weather something or you didn't have know how to glue something, you just ask them or ask. I mean, the big thing with my class was it was a ton of hardcore customizers in there. You know, it wasn't, it was probably half hardcore customizer, half people that have never done a customized customization in their life so it was kind of a cool mix but it's too late even if you're going to tfcon so for the future remember that if you ever want to attend a con and you think about doing the custom class make sure you register like the day the day after it goes up for uh order so all right Jesus, but Jesus, uh, oh, we're actually doing pretty good on time. We should be at 40 minutes and we're at 45 minutes. Uh, next up, let's go ahead and get into toy news. Oh, and to tack on to TFCon, I almost forgot my big announcement. I get to go to TFCon this year. Hey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. So, uh, Unfortunately, it's because my grandfather passed away. Rest in peace. It 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 it's never a good thing, but it's a hey, he's in a better place kind of thing. He was he was ninety three years old. He lived an amazing life, and due to him saving constantly, and when I stayed with him as a summer, when I stayed with him in the summer, we would go to. Burger King and my cousin and I, this is me as a 13 year old kid, had to share a hamburger and a small fry. A 13 year old. (laughs) So it's a it's a really awful way to talk about it and look at it. But I fucking earned this trip to TFCon. (laughs) We used to they would get Totino's party pizzas. And that was for four of us. We would Whoa. each get a quarter of a tortilla, and and we had salad and bread, but you know, like that was the main dish was a quarter of a Totino's for a thirteen-year-old kid. My cousin was nine, and then two adults. It was insane, but wow. because he saved, he worked so hard, and he saved his ass off. I get a little bit of chunk of that change and I get to go to TFCon. So thank you, grandfather. I love you. You were amazing. You were an asshole at times, but I appreciate it. 
So I get to go to TFCon, so which means hopefully uh, AAA has got his tickets. I know I know Lotus was toying with going as well, so I might actually get to see a picture of Lotus, or not a picture. I might actually get to see the real Lotus in person because. I have never even seen a picture of what Lotus looks like. He uses his avatar everywhere. So even though he's been doing the show for two years, I don't know what Lotus looks like. <laughs> the DMV doesn't either. From what I understand, it's like a yearbook. It says picture not available on there. <laughs> So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm waiting to hear back from Lotus if he if he had made plans to go. And then I assume Peter's going to go because it's where Peter lives. But, you know, it, even if he's not going, at least hopefully I can have a dinner with him or something. So. Yeah, it'll be great if you get to meet up with those guys. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, all right. Toy news. First up, Figure King scans. So this is super shitty. We get to see that RC's grandma boobs are grandma boobs. Oh my god! Big and sloppy hangers. <sighs> yeah. Low. Oh my god! And then it. Uh, I'm so disappointed. I thought for sure that was going to be mistransformed, but Lotus was right. You can on the side where all the paint kind of lined up is exactly the way she will be. So. Uh, I I am such a movie fanatic, but now I'm like, because she's probably, so we got the price point on Tigatron. Tigatron's going to be 210 bucks from U.S. retailers. Again, you know, you can get, a, you'll probably be able to get them on Amazon Japan for 50 bucks less than that. But either way, I bet you anything that puts RC at that $200 price point. And at that price point, I think I'd rather have the fans toys, you know? Did, did they give this figure a mustache, the Tigatron? He's got uh, this, or is it just a oh, shade? Oh, let me click over the there. Oh, well, I think it's the way a cat kind of, you know how a cat oh, has the, the little, yeah, like the little high cheekbones that have whiskers okay. on it i think that's what they're going for yeah i'm zooming in on it almost yeah i'm trying to figure it out it's a weird looking figure it's just very odd like an it's amazing they were able to do that transformation from a tiger like a real looking tiger to a robot transformer it's pretty wild well and if you've watched any of the reviews of Dinobot or or the Megatron and even a little bit somewhat the Cheetor it's just all panels I mean it's basically unfortunately it's basically how they're going to probably do Unicron it's just layers and layers of panels oh, that you can't see because they're not showing you the back but even look at the one where he's kneeling, like his arms just have panel on panel on yeah, panel. Yeah, it looks kind of shitty know. on that angle. Yeah. So. Uh, hmm. Well, I guess that yeah. straight up view is probably the best view of it then, as a you know, in a figure <laughs> form. And uh, and Bobby did. I I saw a video about him talking about this, and and he's right. It's kind of sad that he's the MP50. 
and and he brought up a good point maybe in in japan you know 50 isn't a big milestone like it is for us here you know like your 50 wedding 50th wedding anniversary right your 50th birthday those are like big monumental events in people's lives and so it's kind of sad that this like like not off-screen character he does have a lot of screen time in beast wars but just kind of this tertiary character is mp50 you know but Mm. anyways um so yeah well that'll be that'll be a big question because i do want a masterpiece i want the core cast of the movie in masterpiece form um, and I've been waiting for Hasbro's versions of them, and that that RC is just doesn't look as good as the fans' toys. So, um, possible more carbonized figures coming our way. Uh, let's see, appears popularity. Some research has uncovered info on a carbonized Boba Fett, as well as a stormtrooper. This was reiterated to us via an unsolicited tweet from a follower. He tweets also mentions possibility of a six inch snow speeder and Dak. Now that's interesting. So this is some guy, this is way before, this was before, uh, before Toy Fair, some of our oh, news yeah, items. Weeks before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I did the show notes with all of the news leading up to Toy Fair, and then I did a Toy Fair only section, and we still had a three hour show with just the Toy Fair stuff. So I moved all of that. I moved all of that to um, this week. So this was even before Toy Fair. We got that. We got the Snowspeeder and Dak. So it's kind of interesting. Probably going to see more of those carbonized figures. It makes sense. I mean, it sold out well. I mean, the secondary market's high on them. And I mean, it's Hasbro. So what's, you know, to repaint something to make another exclusive, you know, that fits the bill. So it makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they charged more for them, too. You know, they were 25 bucks instead of 20 So it's not like they were losing money on the fancier paint jobs. Right. Um, we get pictures of Leo Convoy in hand. The thing that's driving me nuts is he has the swappable face to the more robotty tiger face. And people are not showing whether you can put that on his shoulder. They've shown, oh, excuse me. They've shown that it can be in lion mode. And my assumption is it can be in robot mode because, yeah, the goofy cartoon accurate face is just not my thing. But that robot lion face looked really good, in my opinion. And this person you know isn't it showing is? I it have, in either. I have no familiarity at all with Beast Wars because I've never watched it. Yeah, and this isn't even Beast Wars. This is like, this is, or maybe it's, what do they call this? The Maxima? Oh, this is Beast Wars 2, which was a a Japanese-only version. And I'm with you. The only reason why I'm interested is I just collect anything Prime. You know, right. so this is a prime. So long as it has blue and red on it somewhere, <laughs> I consider. I, mean, I wanted to the Beast Wars. Right now, I'm trying to finish uh, the G1 cartoon. It's on Tubi. So uh-huh. I'm, I'm watching that. Like I all think between that and GI Joe Sigma Six, but they have every version of 
the Transformers cartoons available on there for free. So oh, I nice. definitely plan on getting to uh, Beastmasters. Yeah. Um, or Beast Wars. Beast Wars. Oh, Beast <laughs> There's Beast Machines, which come after this. But, oh. yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing to, to take note of here is the very last picture shows him in scale next to the Beast Wars Megatron, which is the largest Beast Wars figure they've put out. So he's a good size figure. Oh, see? And this one does have the robot Oh my god. Anyways. Alright. I'm harping too much on the robot lion face. Oh, see, they do have the robot lion face. If you look at the... Anyways, you can't see it, but it does look like you can put it on the shoulder pauldron. So, hmm. that makes me excited. Uh, unfortunately, as much as I love it, that's probably a, a wait for the KO, unfortunately. Um, new G.I. Joe movie listings for toys are up. Um, not a lot of detail here. We'll go into a little bit more before. Um, it says most of the entries are coded to hide the identity of the characters, but it's clear that Tarantula is Snake Eyes. And uh, where they were linking to, they've taken down. Um, yeah. They've taken all that stuff down, so they probably got a, a cease and desist or something. So we can't see the individual names. Um, but uh, it is kind of interesting, and they're talking about a core six-inch figure assortment. Um, and then from there, they have a classified six-inch. So we get Ladybug, Rhino Beetle, Horsefly, Carpenter Ant, Scorpion, uh, Tarantula, which they're talking about. Uh, we get some role play, electronic sword, a couple masks. There's also a Titan figure assortment. So those are probably like the 12 inch, like shampoo bottle style uh, figures. But looks like we're going to get movie characters in that classified super articulated six inch line so that's kind of exciting uh what's missing we have core ninja fig and vehicle assortment um but so unless that's three and three quarter i don't know if we're gonna get any three and three quarter figures it looks like they're going to be concentrating on the six inch stuff yeah it's pretty interesting yeah. Hmm. Um, and then there's this. Uh, there is a leak of, of of some collector that works at Toys R Us taking a shot of um, of some shelf labels. Uh, this kind of reiterated uh, what we had seen in that leak, as well as a few other things. Now, being Toys R Us, these are going to be Canadian prices, but. Um, we're, we're seeing the core ninja figure assortment is $12.99. So maybe that's going to be, but see, didn't that say, yeah, didn't I mean, the last one say the orange figure for 13 bucks? Yeah. Canadian. So maybe that's where that first article had it wrong, you know, or maybe they're going to be super generic kidsy, like, like, uh, Oh, the value what are figures the, they make for Star Wars. That, yeah. 
like uh, where they're still articulated, but they're not three yeah, and three quarter. Yeah, they're not super detailed, and they don't really have. I don't yeah. think any accessories either. The six inch yeah. ones. Um, but we see uh, we see a GI Joe figure assortment, so that's got to be the and GI Joe Ninja Strike figure. So those have got to be six inch figures, I'd assume. GI Joe themed figure assortment, Titan figure. So the Titan figure makes sense to be those Coke bottle or those shampoo bottle twelve inch. Um, while we're here, we'll talk about some of the other ones here because they also threw Transformers on here uh, and and Star Wars. So we get a Black Series Deluxe Luke, Luke and Yoda, which is really interesting. Um, perfect timing for Empire Strikes Back, right? We thought maybe, maybe the probe droid was the only Deluxe we were getting, but this would be very cool to get a Luke and Yoda with training gear and maybe some rocks or something you know yeah, a little diorama piece or something yeah exactly um and then for transformers we get select roto storm select hot house uh select hubcap um voyager g2 megatron voyager thrust um Sinister Strike Force Seekers, uh, Voyager Seeker 2-Pack, uh, and then we get the Deluxe RC, and then if you're if you're a Power Rangers, you also have a Zeo Megazord 12-inch figure. But So yeah, interesting to see all this stuff. Now, these are things we could have seen, um, Rotostorm and Hot House, I mean... Who knows what uh, those might be. The hubcaps kind of interesting, but yeah, crazy. Um, exciting to see that there's some things we don't know about yet. It still makes me like scratch my head to think the Toys Rust is still around all over the place, but in, in America, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's, it gives me a reason to want to visit Canada. Besides just seeing Canada in general. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could see, like, all right, where's your Toys R Us, motherfuckers? <laughs> yeah, there. I mean, I don't really have any other reason to go there, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't imagine trying to tell my family that we're going to go to Canada on vacation because I want to go to <laughs> Toys R Us. <laughs> well, you just got to say, I, we've never seen Niagara. Have you ever seen Niagara Falls? I guess you no. probably have, right? No, no. no Being that gone, close? I've gone to Montreal when I was younger. My father worked for the Plaza Hotel. And I remember he, he used to get Ooh, free, nice. uh, free hotels anywhere he wanted to go. And we drove there. And it was a, I think it was like an eight-hour drive for us. But I remember we went. It was so cold um, that the hotel had an underground mall. And I remember, like, G.I. Joe figures back then. We're talking about, like, 1983, I guess, or 84. The G.I. Uh, Joe figures were $5 Canadian. So, mm. so I don't know what the trans, the you know, the rate was back then. But I remember going there and just being pissed off because I couldn't buy anything because it was so expensive. <laughs> Meanwhile, your parents didn't tell you that's actually $1.50 U.S. You yeah, just don't see, know I don't that. know what it was back then, but I just remember being yeah. like, wow, so much more money. But yeah, I only went to Canada once, but I, I don't know if uh, I can get a passport this day and age. But <laughs> I'll let you in. 
Well, yeah, that's a nice thing. I guess you have to have a, a different kind of driver's license now to even fly in the United States. Yeah. But it doesn't kick in until October. I'm like, I mean, I have my passport, which will always work, but I'm like, I'm glad I don't have to go through that to fly in a couple weeks. So. But that's a good idea. I'll try to con my family to go into Canada. So yeah, just go to... I mean, I mean, how, I mean, how far is Niagara? Have you ever mapped it? Like, how far would Niagara Falls be? From oh well, you guys? my well, my friend Sam from Star Joe's, he lives in Buffalo, and we live at the most polar opposite ends of New York State from each other, and it's like eight or eight and a half hour drive. So oh. yeah, it's you know, it's all of you know a day's drive. Yeah. Okay. So I see how this works. I didn't re- see again my lack of good geography yeah you are you're six and a half hours from niagara so yeah yeah but that's still not bad that's a day trip you know i mean look i went to a training seminar yesterday in long island that was 47 miles away from me it took me an hour and change just to drive across the island <laughs> i i still i mean you don't, realize how, you don't realize geography like this island is 90 miles long Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and I and I should say, I I totally forgot you were on Long Island. I did from Staten Island, oh, which Staten is Island. a oh, little no, no, closer. No, no. Staten Island is two hours. Oh, okay. So yeah, so there you go. Yeah. And and Niagara is right at Buffalo. Yeah. So yeah. So what you were saying to get to Buffalo is about the same distance to get to Niagara. And then I don't know if there's a Toys or Us anywhere near Niagara. You're in Canada at that point, but it looks like, eh, it looks like you're maybe a half an hour to an hour to Toronto from there, so. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, I gotta, I gotta work on that one. But it's one way. (laughs) (laughs) Niagara is just one of those, that's on my bucket list. Like, it's something I definitely want to do. I don't know if we're going to try to tack it on to a New York visit, you know, like, spend a few days in the city and then and then drive that whole thing up there but it's not a bad idea yeah i just i know i spent eight days in the city on my first and only trip and that was just too much dude by those last couple days i was so sick of the subway and yeah it's just overload like shit. i i can only yeah. do the sitting in small doses like i try yeah. not you know I, it's a shame too because my wife always says you know we should go do this go do that it's just it's getting there unless you take the train mm-hmm. like driving in is a bad experience yeah so it's uh that's part of it but yeah, and we were we were headquartered in Brooklyn, so it wasn't bad once we were in there. You know, we just we we subwayed everywhere, but to always start to always start that far south and to like because we went up to, into Harlem and all that kind of stuff. We yeah. went out to Queens. You know, it. I just got so tired of the F line; it wasn't even funny. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, at least now with Uber, it's another alternative. It's just about just it's going to be expensive. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Mini Masters tease again. This was old, but this is kind of cute for Valentine's Day. They put all the Mini Masters in a little box of chocolates. Um. But we've seen all those figures and talked about them already uh new tf listings so this is what we just kind of talked about 
with uh, those labels that we saw. But there's also additional listings for uh, Bug Bite and a Deluxe Sandstorm. Uh, let's see. Oh, crazy. A San Diego Comic-Con G.I. Joe and Transformers set as well. Yeah, that's really interesting. We get uh, Earthwise, Leisure Class, Voyager Class, Deluxe, blah, blah, blah. Anything else in here? Repugnus's Revenge. That's kind of interesting. And then there's, oh, that Sinister Seeker Strike Force. That's a Cyberverse thing, so don't get too excited about that. Okay. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they say on the box, you can see, oh, you just see the cone heads on the Skylinks box, but it's just artwork. But yeah, looks like they're really going to fucking juice this Earth Earthrise <laughs> line, which they should. You know, this is the first time they've gotten back to truly, truly G1 molds. And now with all the advanced engineering, it's going to blow all those it's going to blow the classics out of the water i already found the starscream in the starscream jet mode besides a little bit of hollow chest underneath the figure is just amazing it is a beautiful figure yeah i haven't seen that one yet yeah i i went hunting man i was like all right i want to find all the Earthrise i want and i i was able to find him and i found optimus and the little hammer guy that kind of looks like the Cobra uh, robot from back in the day, but his little tiny guy. Oh, okay. um, no, no deluxes to be found anywhere, at least around me. So, um, Let's see, new Fury model kits as well. So we saw we were getting an IDW Rodimus and that kind of stuff. It looks like we're going to get what they're calling... A red Bumblebee because it has the exact same head and accessories as Bumblebee did. Um, and then something I'm kind of excited about, we're getting an IDW Ultra Magnus. So it's mold. Yeah, there's some mold differences from the Optimus Prime to this one. So. Looks like he's a jet fire's gun. Ah, that does look a lot like Jetfire's gun. Good eye. Oh, that would be interesting to get, right? I'd yeah, love you know, a jet I, fire. that's what I was thinking. And and because I'm not reading the comics, I don't even know if Jetfire's in IDW because that's what they they just announced the G1 Prime, but everything else has been IDW up to this point. So, um, let's see the Black Series rumors. Oh, I messed up the show notes here but first up a uh, stormtrooper commander has been confirmed we talked about that as a rumor on the last episode uh this is from the force unleashed that was one of my favorite figures the three and three quarter version of them when the force unleashed came out so i'm excited for this this gaming greats line is is just stacking up to be in a pretty amazing line yeah they look pretty good nice paint jobs on them well, and it's a good way to get some of that that EU stuff in since Lucasfilm said, nope, all the EU stuff is dead. We're never making that stuff again. It's a good 
opportunity. And there's such a big following for all the EU stuff. I know. Like, I'm sure they're going to go back on that, but whatever. Um, let's see here. Uh, next thing, rumor report, looks like we might get a shadow stormtrooper from the Force Unleashed as well. And it was, it was just in a tweet, uh, or Yakface just did a tweet, but the picture they show was from the Black Series artwork from that guy that he does. And the really cool thing is he's highlighted... Um, he's put kind of the blue glow from the Force Unleashed yeah, that they it had. Yeah, pretty wild, yeah. And that would be dope, to get a black stormtrooper, but kind of with the blue glowing as, as paint accents. So Yeah, it would look pretty nice. So now, no interest in any of these. You don't... So I had this discussion with somebody um, at a toy shop I went to when I was doing my run this week. And uh, the one thing that kind of made me sad is I got, I, I seem to get so caught up in my collections that it doesn't leave money just to buy something for fun. Just because you think it looks cool and you want to buy it to take it out and play with it. It may not fit anywhere in your collection, but you just want to buy something that looks cool. Do you ever do that, Rock? No, I'm so into, like, it's got to be in a certain genre for me to buy it. Like right now, my new kick is I'm trying to buy a, a Kenner's Ghostbusters Firehouse Minton box. And I'm outbid on two of them right now, both of them end tonight. And I don't want it out of the box. I want it in the box. I don't... Oh, my God. Yeah. I, Rock, I, just buy the box. I know, it's crazy. Lois is going to be <laughs> cursing at the store for years. But yeah, no, I have... Um, you know, and I'm looking like one is, uh, no, they're both right now in like the mid 200s. And then the shipping is anywhere between like 50 and $100 on them. Mm. Uh, but yeah, like I, I just, I'm kind of like focused on, I just like all my vintage stuff. I mean, I buy some, occasionally I'll buy something new. Like I, I bought, when we get talking about what we got in this week, I bought some stuff to actually open. But yeah, it's, um, I, I think it's because I like just the way everything looks on display. Yeah. So I'm a slave, yeah. here, unfortunately. Yeah, see, and that's I. Well, we'll talk about it when when we get to what we got. But I broke out of that yesterday. I was like, "Fuck it!" And granted, that's because I have a little bit of money for my grandfather, a little bit of mad money. Um, but I was just like, "This is too fucking cool." I just want to buy. I have no connection to it whatsoever. But I spent more money on just something that I thought looked cool than I have in a really long time. Well, so. it's also it's good to just break out of the ordinary what you're buying and just get something different just to change it up. So that's exactly. been like wrestling for me. That's been like my the thing to change it up with from the, going from the regular, you know, G.I. Joe and Star Wars and Transformers stuff. So that's been like. Yeah, I was going to say you bought those wrestling figures, right? From yeah. that. From that crew where they all sold out and people got super mad yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying like that's like my alternate thing like if i don't find something from the big four to buy you know i'll go there it's like wrestling because wrestling's got so much different stuff to buy but now it's like i'm branching off like now it's not just wrestling now now transformers bug has hit me i don't transform i mean ghostbusters bug has hit me so now it's like oh it's just uh it's just too much stuff to buy <laughs> It, it, that's what the problem is. Like I could sit on eBay for hours and find stuff, 
but like yeah. I'm trying to control. I really haven't been buying much. I'm just trying to let my PayPal build up again, and then you know treat myself to something really nice. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, like I say, when I went on my toy runs, I hit toy stores I had never been before because I was like, I am going to fucking splurge and buy weird, wacky toys that I remember that have no place in my collection, and I couldn't fucking do it. I couldn't do it. There was some stuff like some uh, some Black Star figures and a couple other older lines. I don't even know the name of it, but I was like, oh, shit, I love that toy, and I still couldn't do it. So I feel you. I feel you. Um, let's see. We already talked about the Luke and Yoda. Um, we get another pretty heavy Black Series rumor list here. Um, let's see. And it is just wow. Wow. I mean, Admiral Akbar, another Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, Snowspeeder, which was this before? No, this is after Toy Fair. This is a more recent one. Some type of black clone variant, Stormtrooper Rogue One, Cad Bane, Clone Trooper from Clone Wars, uh, Hoth Rebel Trooper, which we assumed was going to come, Luke Skywalker from Episode 6, which they've already talked about, Alea Organa from Episode 6, so that would be, I would assume, her, like, Ewok garb. Yeah, it would have to be. Um, so now, we're doing the Slave Leia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, Wave 3, the Armorer from The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian Beskar. Uh, Moff Gideon. Other figures unknown. So it looks like we do have, for everybody, like, God, they're so stupid. Why'd they do more Mandalorian figures? It looks like they're on their way. Um, Sorry, my monitor just went out here. Come on. <sighs> well, it's, it's interesting that they're going to re-release the Rebels figures because I didn't realize the Ezra Bridger Black Series figure was is pretty hard to come by, and he's going for a hundred and thirty to hundred forty dollars on the oh secondary market. See, it's all the ones that people say, oh, "I'm going to skip that. I'm going to skip that." You know, it's 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 why like the lady figures from lines in the 80s are so expensive and this you know like all yeah. the characters nobody wanted those are the expensive ones yeah because i know zeb was the only one that wasn't released of the core characters but it makes sense if they release zeb now and you have newer collectors that haven't been able to get all the other ones that have been long sold out release solid cases of them i think they'll sell pretty well yeah, and that's that's the one main thing is who knows how that works with production though. Like they're just like you know, there may just be some physical restraints um that don't allow them to put out, you know, put out the rest of the the rebels figures when they put out a new one, you know, and that kind of shit. I'd be kind of curious to find out how that works with the molds and stuff like that. So sorry, I'm I'm kind of trying to burn time here because my my very reliable Mac that has probably only crashed on me twice in my life just crashed on me. Oh no worries. Well, talking about another note is uh, I was talking with Rick Alvarez, who's in the group the former Hasbro uh, worker and yeah. we were in a conversation and he was talking about uh, he works right now as like an in-between for Kickstarter uh, toy companies 
and I was asking him about how, like, what the production backlog is going to be like. And he said, you know, expect like a, a real serious six month backlog of stuff not coming out. Interesting. That's yeah. Crazy. I mean, I don't know if uh, I. I mean, that's just it's going to be all the goods. Like even at my job, I got a task given to me that all the chemicals that I spray, they're all made in the USA, but they're made in USA from chemicals that come from China. So, <laughs> so that's the thing that's really crappy is that like Dow, Dow chemical gets these different ingredients. They mix it in their factory and sell it. But so they, my boss gave me the task of go through all the chemicals that we use for the entire season figure out what products are made from stuff from China and get back to me so we could pre-order it so that we don't during the season run out. So yeah. I go online and every single product, every chemical comes from China. Nothing was made. There's only a couple companies that some chemicals came from Australia. Uh, other than that, everything is says made in USA, but there's so many different ingredients. Everything comes from there and it's all the Everything is so hush hush on what their proprietary blend is on how they mix these things that it ended up being a, a waste of time that we couldn't figure out what we could buy and what we couldn't buy. That's so, crazy. Yeah. So this whole thing with this virus is, uh, it's, I mean, it's going to really affect a lot of things. Well, yeah, and that's kind of the crazy thing. I mean, a couple of my friends have been like, you're fucking crazy that you're going to travel two weeks from now, you know, like, so, I mean, it's one of those things. I know, I know originally talking to Lotus, he's like, they may even cancel TFCon. And I'm like, well, I guess that they do. That's the one nice thing about using Southwest is it's, it's, you can always change your tickets you know, like, but I don't know how that works if I'm just like, well, I don't want to change my tickets. I want to cancel these. You can keep my money until I'm ready to fly again. But Well, I mean, in all seriousness, they're already having talks about if they have to cancel WrestleMania, which is in the uh, first week of April. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. Just think, and that's in Florida. That's in Tampa. Uh, but yeah, they're yeah. already having talks that if this is really bad. And WrestleMania now is kind of like the Super Bowl, how it's not really as many as the local people come. It's that people plan like the whole week around going to WrestleMania. They, many yeah. of the people fly in from around the world, and all week long they have all these different fan fests for people to do things during the week. Like, you know, there'll be old-time wrestlers will have um, like these, like kind of like, the, you know, what do they call Like a one-man show, and there's these different yeah. autograph signings, and there's other... Other wrestling companies will have uh, events going on, but there's there's already been preliminary talks that there's a possibility they could cancel that, which That's is crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah, well, and I mean, if you're a tech person or a music person, they canceled South by Southwest, Yeah, which is like the largest, you know, outside of CES, it's like the largest tech event in the, in you know, the year kind of thing, and... They're just like, we don't have any cases, and we don't want any cases, so we're canceling it, you know? Well, and you that, said, they... I'm oh, sorry. They sorry. said... No, it's okay. I was just going to say, Austin said they'll lose something like $600 million in, in tourist revenue and venues and all of that. And, and the shitty part is, is like some bars, you know, some small places depend on that week 
to make their year, you know, kind oh, of sure. thing. So, yeah. Well, I mean, but anyways, the toy runs, have say. you noticed? Did you you went to how many Targets and Walmart's? There's a bunch of stuff you can't find in any store right now. You can't find Lysol wipes. Um, oh yeah, no. I I tried to find masks and stuff like that. It's like if, if we just get like ten, a pack of ten, and maybe a couple more, you know, hand sanitizers. But yeah, couldn't find them anywhere. They're completely sold out. And one last thing before your computer reboots. Talking about masks, like I wear a dust mask at work. It's a N95 where it's like it kicks out the most amount of particulate you could breathe in. They're normally like twenty to twenty-five dollars for a box of twenty, made by they're made by 3M. I was with shits and giggles. I I want to see if I can get them on eBay because you know my boss is like I can't get them from my distributor. I can't find them on Amazon. I went on eBay. I watched a box of twenty go for two hundred and thirty-five dollars. <laughs> oh it had free worldwide shipping. And I watch it like it went from one seventy-five, oh and in the last minute it went to two thirty-five, and I'm like, this is something I never thought in a million years I'd have to be worried about, like getting. Because normally at work it's just to go. You need them, you know. We go online, we order four boxes, they last us the year. Now it's yeah, like I, I exactly. have one box I'm gonna have to use sparingly to try to get through my season with. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of lucky being a graffiti artist. Like I have a really nice painting you know mask that you wouldn't want to wear to your job or you wouldn't want to wear like you know spraying trees or anything but if i had to if it gets to that pandemic thing and i'm like i have to go out i'll wear that fucking i'll wear that painter's gas mask you, you see know? i have one of those and the thing is like i don't mind i don't i don't mind wearing it it's just it doesn't look great, and it's heavier than wearing the disposable one. This oh, one, yeah, I no. Like it's looking on top of my head, it looks like I've got a big yarmulke on. But the other one, it just, you don't, you look, it doesn't look great out publicly spraying with it on. But worse and worse, I'll yeah. have to wear that because I have those disposable filters I have tons of. But yeah, this uh, <laughs> this whole thing with China, man, it's, it's getting scary. Not, I don't really, I, I think it's more the news needs something to talk about sometimes. Like, yeah. you know, now that they can't keep dumping all this shit on trump it's like all right now let's go figure out something else to talk about but <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a lot of stuff in this country it's gonna be a lot of goods are gonna be scarce yeah yeah it's crazy uh speaking of new goods Earthrise trail bake trail breaker and sunstreaker revealed and oh my god, the, the trail baker looks amazing. I mean, the sunstreaker looks good, but the trail breaker looks amazing. And uh, somewhere online, I saw a side by side with the other chug trail breaker, and it was just like, but Jesus, that old one is ugly. It is ugly as sin. <laughs> so I'm excited to replace both of those guys in my chug collection. Um, new Lego, they call them top shelf sets. So these are going to be kind of interesting. These are collector focused Lego sets, hmm. uh, meant for adults. Um, so this is saying, uh, according to, uh, audience marketing strategist, uh, 
uh, at Lego. It says adults, adults with high pressure jobs are telling us that they're using Lego to disconnect from the mania of their day. And this market, who have deep enough pockets to afford an ultimate collector series, Millennium Falcon, is exactly whom Lego have set their sights on. Um, so the first two they're showing here are little tiny helmets. Um, they're scaled, uh, about half scale. So you think of a helmet, these will probably be about six inches tall. Uh, for 60 bucks a piece, uh, it's not believed exclusively, but they say they'll be available at Walmart. Yeah. What do you think of these? You're a helmet guy. Like, this, the Stormtrooper just looks a little weird. Yeah, it looks like it's got, a like, that tube that the Simmon rolls come out of. That's what it looks like yeah. on the side of the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, think, that's a good analogy. I mean, for what, considering they're Legos, they look pretty decent. But yeah. if you want to build that, but I feel like if you want something to display... Spend forty dollars more and get a Black Series helmet that's full size. Yeah, well, and that's what they're saying. They're yeah. saying it's for people that want to build them. Yeah, you know, I think and... it has a market. I mean, you know, Lego Star Wars collectors are—they're uh, they're pretty rabid for this stuff. Well, and I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's taken you this long to, and and I know it's just marketing talk but i'm like lots of adults with high and not so high pressure jobs have been building legos for years you know like i don't know yeah it's, i didn't realize my mall actually has a full-time lego store now at christmas time oh, it's like a pop nice. yeah i saw that star destroyer that massive one and oh my god i couldn't believe some of the sets they had there yeah well when you see them in person like then you're like oh yeah that's why that costs five hundred dollars you know? oh i was blown away because i'm used to seeing only what's at target so when yeah, i saw yeah. all the big city sets that were oh my amazing stuff there uh i, I was absolutely blown away there I, I i spent so much time looking at each set i i really enjoyed it i i missed the days that you know when my son was into lego you know we'd go get a pizza go to target buy some legos I'd, I'd come home and i'd sit there and make it for him and now those days are long gone so i i, I yeah. miss building some legos you just gotta cut off all those devices they'll revert right quick yeah it's true <laughs> be like what are you gonna do now i guess i'm gonna play with all these old legos i have <laughs> yeah i mean, he has some legos like he has a couple things that are just like uh you could just make whatever you want with them, and eventually, every now and then, he plays with it. But he's got to be—he's got to be really bored to play with those. <laughs> um, Takara Tomi uh, Mall exclusives here. We've got uh, very cool Battle Master called Slitherfang, which looks exactly like the Cobra Headmasters that uh, they produced a while ago. Um, but he looks dope. We get a Alicon in a different deco, the pink. I guess the pink, I don't know if that's from the comic or if they were pink in the movie and I'm just not remembering them correctly. But everywhere where we were getting, where we're going to get gray, it, where we're going to get gray in wide release is pink on this Alicon. 
And then I haven't really noticed the difference in the in the Quintesson, except for maybe his blast beam, I thought maybe was orange. I don't know. But anyways, high priced exclusives uh, from uh, Takara Tomy Mall. And I haven't seen these. I haven't seen these pop up on uh, on what do you call it? Uh, like Big Bad Toy Store TF Source yet. So I don't know what's going on with that. Because usually all the mall stuff shows up on there. All right, Jesus Christ. It's been an hour and a half. I thought we were doing good on time, and it's now we're doing cool. shitty on time. <laughs> wow, my computer rebooting in the middle of a story didn't help. But All right, guys. We're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be back with third party after these messages. Peace. Peace. Now Skeletor charges into battle with awesome artillery. Nothing except Beam Blaster. It actually fires a light beam to stop artillery. Give up, Beam Fire! And Skeletor, but only with a bullseye to the evil eye. Figure sold separately. You supply the batteries. I have the power. New artillery Beam Blaster set. The first light action weapons ever from the Masters of the Universe. All right, guys. Welcome back. Let's go ahead and get into third party. First up, Lego Ideas, the two new sets. Um, and I thought we typed, maybe we did it, but, uh, first one is medieval blacksmith, which is really interesting. It's kind of a cool set, you know, the way they did the, the house and everything like that. Kind of cool. Looks looking complicated shit. to put together. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, and then the second one is one we could probably relate to a little bit more is Winnie the Pooh. And uh, 100 Acre Wood, which I assume is Winnie the Pooh's house. So, again, not a huge Pooh fan. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, if you are, you're going to get a Lego idea set from it here next year. So, um, some of the rejected ones. Yeah, there's the office, which they probably just couldn't get the license to because uh, some other brick company has that uh, Haunted Mansion 50th anniversary that would have been kind of cool History Museum for the Cityscapes Thunderbirds that one would have been kind of cool uh, but yeah Space Shuttle Atlantis that one looks super detailed and the Thunder Mifflin office just seems like a weird Lego one. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I love the office, but yeah, it'd be a weird one. Well, and the, you can get one right now at Target. Oh, in I that, didn't know that. Yeah. I haven't seen that. In the collector section, there's a knockoff Lego brand that got the license for the office. So it's pretty bad, but it's only twenty five bucks. It's it's pretty oh, inexpensive. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, bad move Lego. So not only on those, but so this is kind of crazy. Um, there's these aftermarket companies, just like third party companies that uh, make parts for Lego. Um, one company is called Brick Stuff, and what they do is they make LED lighting kits for Legos. 
So they make cool, like, replacement Lego parts that you can run wires through and stuff like that. So uh, what they're showing here is, like, the Ultimate Collector, uh, the UCS Falcon, and the Ghostbusters Firehouse, how you can light those sets. Well, Lego is going to get into the set lighting business. And you would think, oh, okay, so they're going to put a cease and desist on this brick stuff. No, what they're actually doing is fucking teaming up with a company that knocks off the brick stuff sets. So <laughs> they, and not, and I shouldn't say teaming up, they bought the company that was producing the knockoff versions of the brick stuff sets. What's good for the so, goose is good for the game. Uh, yeah, they're like, oh, you want to knock off? <laughs> you know, like, it's like, come on, dude. I'll play that game too, motherfucker. But see, the, the brick stuff, you know, to me, this is like, this is the difference in, like, uh, what we used to get with third party, which would be, like, uh, enhancement kits and stuff like that. Like, to me, that makes you want to buy the official product even more. That's the way I kind of view, like, a lighting kit. But for you to buy the company that is knocking off the company that actually produces them is fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's a little slap in the face. I thought you were going to say they just bought out the company and... And teamed up with them or yeah. over their IP, but well. So it's like if it, it's like if Hasbro was like, man, these third-party companies are putting out amazing shit, and so they buy Weijang instead of like Make Toys or you know instead of Fans <laughs> Toys, they buy the fucking people that are knocking off the third company instead of the third-party companies themselves. But whatever. Uh, Banana Force R.I.D. Magnus. Uh, so this is, uh, I'm a big Magnus fan. This is from the Armada or R.I.D. series or something like this. This is a non-transforming figure. Uh, and this is following their, uh, Red Sharpshooter, which is the R.I.D. Optimus Prime. Because in this line... This uh, this fire truck Optimus Prime would combine with the Ultra Magnus into this big crazy thing, um, and I think that's what this is supposed to be is the combined version, because you see a lot of the red sticking out. But yeah, mm. anyways, yeah, not my cup of tea. Even for a Magnus like crazy person, I'm like, yeah, I can skip that. Uh, Toy Hacks put out their February update, so we get uh, some Siege Astro Train, which is also Earthrise Astro Train. Um, Crosshairs, you get a Siege Ratbat and Rumble, which I still haven't fucking seen. Uh, Power Dasher Chromar. Uh, then you get some third-party sets The uh, from the Unique Toys Combaticon set. You get some funny name people, which if you're interested, you can look that up. Um, the Cyberverse Gnaw and Sharkticon. Is that the little tiny ones? Oh, wait. Okay. Oh, I see. One makes it into a generic Sharkticon and one makes it into a Gnaw. Okay. 
That kind of makes more sense. And those look really good, man. Again, I'm a little impartial to a Sharkticon, but were you going to say something, Rock? Yeah, no, I saw one of those packs at Target. It came with like three of them. Yeah, those are the little tiny ones. Yeah. Yeah. And I still haven't bought that. I I want to, I need to, but I'm like, those are going to clearance. They're just sitting on the shelves, like 10 deep at my Target. Shows you the kids are not buying toys. Nope. And then uh, they continue their cool, what they call their armories inventory, and actually making uh, third-party accessories. So you get a rifle for Gnaw, Retgar, and Grapple. And you can get them in different colors if you have a preference. Um, But yeah, these are kind of cool. I I dig them, especially for the Gnaw, which always had... Always had a gun, but he never comes with it anymore. It's always just his little tail mace. Um, Let's see. Devil's Savior Troublemaker. So we finally get to see what an $800 Revenge of the Fallen Devastator looks like. Most of it's prototype still. So you mean it's not going to come out in gray? (laughs) (laughs) Just the main part's red. Everything else is gray on here. Um, I like how it has these little missile things that look like they can be, or grappling hooks, whatever, look like they can be I mean, it looks complicated. When I'm looking at this thing, it just I couldn't imagine how to put this thing together. Well, and let me let's not get it twisted. The Hasbro versions of these guys are super complicated. I mean, they're oh, okay. I, you I, know, I don't know, so if I would put one together, but Jesus, like looking at it, I'm like, yeah, oh, I'd be too afraid to break something. <laughs> well, and that's my main thing with going with the Hasbro version, and the reason why I transform my Hasbro figures without instructions is something breaks. It's going back to the store. You know, I I be careful. I'm not ham-fisted with them. But, you know, if something pushes a little bit too much and breaks, that goes back to the store to swap it out, you know. All right, look at this picture. Is it me? Did they really give him a set of balls? Oh, I hope so. I didn't even look, though, to make sure. Because, of course, Hasbro's doesn't. But I would... In the crotchal Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, he does. He's got the record. They're not. They're not like they appeared in the movie. But yes, he has two wrecking balls down there. But no piece of deal then. <laughs> no, no, not that. Just the balls. Okay, so he's a eunuch. Hmm. Is that what I always thought? A eunuch left the penis and took the balls. You know what? Is a eunuch. Then it's a okay. gelding? Is that what it is then? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is open up your penis talks. Yeah, exactly. Open up your fly. <laughs> <laughs> open up your crotch. <laughs> uh, looks like uh, for Magic Square, we're getting a Light of Justice Ghostbusters edition. So this is their prime and Ghostbusters color and... Uh, Looks like this is just their legend style, legend size one. Eh, 
I'm like, if it doesn't have Ghostbusters logos, and I'm sure, I'm sure Toy Hacks or somebody's going to make Ghostbusters stickers for this thing. Yeah. But I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, oh, here's a legend size of a full a masterpiece you couldn't buy anyways because they all sold out. But anywho, uh, store report. Just one this time, Wendy's Shira Toys. Uh, I'm excited about these. I I only want one. I just want the white faced Hordak. But uh, they're kind of cool, little like uh, super deformed Shira figures. Um, I don't know. Oh yeah, the Straw Buddy is a an imp straw buddy and then you have a swift wind straw buddy uh oh heads and arms are articulated on them you get a she-ra figure gold variant she-ra figure a uh, variant black all black uh hordak figure but yeah, I want the little Hordak. It looks like a little loyal subjects or or probably even closer. What was the Hasbro ones? The Mighty Mugs? Yeah. The thing over the yeah. straw looks pretty cool. Yeah. The, like the Imp. His little, like, demon child. Hordak's demon child. So. And then an inflatable She-Ra sword. I would have loved that as a kid, even though it was She-Ra. I'm going to whack so, the shit out of my brother with that thing. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I forgot I forgot where I bought it, but I have an, an I have an inflatable He-Man sword that's about that quality, you know. I've never blown it up though. It's still in its package. <laughs> Perfect size. You you won't do enough damage to, to hurt somebody, but enough to get annoyed the hell out of them with it. <laughs> Um, online pros, uh, pulse pulse premium extended so if you're one of the lucky people that got in uh, on their opening weekend of toy fair last year where you just had to order something you got the pulse premium membership membership uh, it's been extended another six months so I'm excited about that. It allowed me to get all the Toy Fair stuff from them, uh, at, at, at least with free shipping. And then uh, this, it'll also cover me through San Diego Comic-Con. So that's nice, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I know Lotus was like, shit. He's like, I just should have ordered something. I don't know if it if he would have ordered anything since, but... I assume you didn't order anything last year, right, to get in on that? No, no, I didn't. So, it was one of those things where I thought it was going to be a here and gone kind of thing, but it's actually proven to be pretty nice to just pay retail and get free shipping, even if you order, like, one Star Wars figure, you know, kind of thing, so. Oh, no, I, I, yeah, I, unfortunately, I just did not take advantage of it. No. Um, Skylinks, I miss this. Fucking kicking myself. Went up on Walmart.com and was, is, well, he's still up there for 50 bucks. So this is going to be at the same price point as Jetfire was, which is 80 bucks. But, uh, 
uh, went up on Walmart.com and immediately sold out. So, which kind of sucks. Wish I would have get on, got in on that. I have a, I have my get in stock alert signed up for. So we'll see if it ever shows up. You know ever shows up again at that price but i assume by the time they get them in stock they'll adjust the price up back to the 80 dollars price point yeah it's a big difference yeah yeah what i was interested we don't i don't have any links of it here and i'm not sure if you've seen it what i was kind of interested in is they show the voyager next to this guy the one where they don't separate it's just a shuttle with the container and then he's full on skylinks they don't separate between bird and lion but uh this guy isn't too terribly much bigger than that voyager size i thought that was kind of interesting considering the voyager is a 30 buck toy and this is going to be an 80 dollar toy um obviously has a lot more engineering in it and it was bigger i'm not saying it's not bigger but it wasn't like twice as big as it or anything like that so um the uh new retro collection board game is up for uh pre-order on amazon as well uh this is the hoth ice planet adventure game that comes with uh Oh, it does say it's a Luke Skywalker snowspeeder pilot figure here. Uh, so basically, he has his gloves on and has a helmet with his goggles down in that vintage style. So I'm down with that. I'm just hoping this game is more fun than the Death, Sc- Death Star Escape, man. Oh, I'm sure the game is terrible. <laughs> the I'm Death sure Star Escape was awful. We we played it for a night, a family fun night. I was like, "All right, we're playing this this vintage Star Wars game," and it was Mackenzie didn't mind it too much. Mrs. McFavorite was like one game, and she's like, "Nope, I'm out." <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the board game. I'm looking at the board. It doesn't look too complicated. No, there's nothing on the board period like this looks like four starting areas and a couple things you could possibly land on so i don't know yeah this it almost kind of looks like a sorry layout but um the cool thing with this is it uh you get little model figures or little model i don't know what little playing pieces that are cast plastic so you get the the millennium falcon in four different colors and then a uh, snow speeder so yeah i'll be getting this like i say it's a no-brainer for me because i have kids and could play this game with them you know maybe if i was a 30 something year old collecting i wouldn't buy the game just for the figure but because it gives gives us something to do on family fun night i'm down with it yeah i mean plus the figure the box i mean it's kind of it's not bad for the money yeah what i fucking hated and let me see if that's looks like it's going to be the case with this oh it does look like it's going to be the case you pull the figure out then the box is a big game yeah it's just got a big fucking gaping hole where things can fall out of (laughs) oh that's why you're not there? supposed to open. Uh, yeah, that's why you're not supposed to oh, open. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Leave it shrink wrapped. 
Yeah, no, I just muted while I took a sip. That's all. I just wanted. To, oh, okay. Didn't want to get my slurping on the uh, on the recording. <laughs> all right, sir. So you teased you teased a little something something in what we got. So what you got? Uh, I mean, I, I so like I said, I got something a little bit different. Uh, I got for the first time. I haven't opened them yet, but I got some Bandai figures. I got the ah. Triple H and the Rock. Oh, like, those uh, those American Bandai releases, yeah, the ones that you saw in Toys R Us. Yeah, they're really good looking sculpts and a lot of articulation. It was one of these I was ordering from a website, and they had these things on clearance like three dollars and five dollars when they were forty dollar retail. Holy shit! Yeah, I would have I would have picked them up for that price if I was yeah, already placing an order. Yeah, I couldn't pass it up. I haven't opened them yet. And the other thing I got in. I got an Astro Train finally from Walmart. Oh, nice, nice. Did you order that online? Obviously, is that what you well, mean? Well, I actually got, got it on eBay. I got it for like thirty-two dollars <laughs> plus nine dollars shipping. So I paid. Ah. I paid forty-one and change, which I think is less than what it goes for in, in Walmart. Well, and that's the thing, too. I was going to talk about that because I got it in as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the price point, I've seen it. I've seen it at a lot of Walmarts, so it's it's hitting pretty heavily, was 40 bucks. The original MSRP was 50 Right. And now there's been – there's been uh, – uh, there's been uh, reports of people finding it back up to 50. So the if you got it at 41, you got it for what it would cost plus tax, probably a little less than that. So you did great. But what's amazing is you can find it all day long on eBay for $30 plus shipping, which oh, really? from like 8 to $10, yeah. Oh well, so that'll go to what I what I'm talking about when I when I talk about mine. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah, what I what I'm kind of surprised. I mean, I really like it. I didn't open it obviously, but I was just kind of surprised at how small the figure itself was. Mm-hmm. I was from the size of the box. I was just expecting it to be a little bit bigger of a figure. It didn't look all too big. I think a lot price. of people. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, but I think a lot of people romanticize G1 and how big the... Fi- I mean, Prime is a five-inch figure, like the G1 Prime. Granted, he comes with a big-ass trailer. Uh, Megatron was like eight inches or maybe seven inches. You know, these these toys are really small toys. You know? Yeah, I'm just comparing to, like, if you look at the ones that we got last year with Soundwave, Soundwave was yeah. like 50. Yeah, like, you know, if you look at the box, it's kind of yeah. Soundwave's a smaller, compact figure when it's in this radio form, but the box is kind of big. And if you look at um, you look at Starscream too, like that package is a nice size. This just didn't seem like it packed as much punch for the price. I agree. Well, and he's packed in his shuttle form, which is a really small, like he is just a small figure. His train is like tiny, you know, but I feel you. Soundwave's actually, like you say, when he's in cassette, he's pretty condensed, but he's actually one of the tallest Transformers they made, you know. Yeah, him, him, Shockwave and some of the city bots, you know, that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, it's just but. if you look in the package wars. I mean, I'm not complaining. I mean, for the price, it's worth it to me. I love the packaging. Um, mm-hmm. But it's funny, like, talk about what we got in. I would have gotten in a lot more this week, but uh, in the last few weeks, I've been looking to buy more G1 reissues. And now, obviously, most G1 reissues are knockoffs from China. Um, I'm not buying any on eBay because I don't think I'm ever going to get them. You know what I mean? Well, like, I'm, I'm too worried right now that I'm going to place an order. I'm just not going to get them. See, the greatest thing is, and, and let this, you know, either way, let this either hinder you or help you. So I I buy all my fucking, you know, unless now since Walmart's doing the reissue line, I buy a lot less because I'm just buying the Walmart reissues. But I was buying a lot of those Chinese KO fucking reissues not call them reissues KOs mm-hmm. um, I would say a fourth of the time I wouldn't get them okay so every four figures I wouldn't get them and then the other thing you gotta deal with because I know you're a package guy is I would say one in four times I did get them the package was just trashed you know like yeah because they just do crushed. that yeah they do those styrofoam boxes right especially yeah. if you order mm-hmm. one at a time they just put an inch of styrofoam all the way around it and a bunch of packing tape wrapped up so sometimes that makes it and sometimes it doesn't but anytime i have ever not gotten my order i've always got my money back Oh, I've, I've had that happen, too. My only thing is so. what I've been checking is if you – the way I judge it is I check their feedback. And if mm-hmm. I look and their feedback is – the most recent positive feedback has been over a month ago, I know yeah. not to even think about ordering from them. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the, big the case thing, on a lot of them. I mean the big thing that China dealers on eBay are doing right now is they build their feedback up to about – 200 to 400 on ebay and then they just fucking go rogue and and they drop their prices on shit people jump on them i assume i would assume hundreds of people order from them and then they just ghost you know and and ebay can't get their money back you're stuck the the biggest problem with ordering stuff from china is you can't even file disputes until like two months later because they say the shipping takes that long. You and then know. they also give you these fake tracking numbers that just never yeah. amount to anything. So. Yeah, and and I've had eBay give me grief. Like, it says it's delivered. And I that's their response. And I'm like, it says it's delivered to San Diego, California. I'm in Inglewood. You know, like, and then and then they contact the dealer and the dealer will give them another fake tracking number. Um, some people have reported that some dealers are starting to send out like they'll just send you out like a bootleg DVD so yeah, that their tracking number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they could say it's delivered, you know. So but again, I don't know of anyone that's actually gotten ripped off. It may be a pain in the ass for your money to be held up for a couple months, but not not anything against you, Rock, but anybody else, if you can't afford to have your money held up for a couple of months, you shouldn't be spending that money on toys. That's oh, kind yeah. of a no, good no, rule of thumb. You know, you know. I, I, have a, I have a few of the G1s that I want to get 
Like, I want to get, like, the original set. Like, I want to get uh, Hoist and Swerve. And there's a few other ones I want to get. Um, it's just a matter of every time. Like, now I just change my searches that I only want people shipping from North America. Yeah. So I'm hoping yeah. somebody that bought it and now is looking to sell it again. So yeah. I saw somebody with Jazz. I, I he, he sold it, like, as quick as he listed it. Um, but, yeah. So I'm just, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm watching those... Uh, Hopefully tonight I win one of those Ghostbuster firehouses. <laughs> so hope they'll be reporting on that next week, the next time we record. Um, all right. So besides your Astro Train, anything else? No, new I just got the, and amazing? the Major Brothers figures, the ones I told you about that whole debacle. But I got that. Oh one. yeah. Yeah, not not too much. And did their box make it? Because I know yeah. that's we were yeah, talking got, about. They might. It re-release yeah. them in different packaging or something to make people happy yeah I, I was able to get the set i ordered they haven't released the other ones yet they've actually because they dipped into the original 250 uh of those they said that not so there's not a high demand of scalping they're just gonna like randomly put them up on ringside collectibles not tell anybody and it's gonna be yeah. like you're lucky if you got them so, oh my god! That's, yeah, it's kind of that's crappy. even worse. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, I'm happy I got the ones worse. I got, so I, I'm I'm good on that. But yeah, you know, I'm just uh, I'm like I'm saving for a big ticket item. My friend Travis today he went to the toy department in Columbus, Ohio, and they had a uh, an AFA straight arm Flash from GI Joe, and they don't sell online. They they put pictures on Facebook of all this new merchandise they get in. But they want to draw you into their store, so oh, I Jesus. thought the price was three hundred. So I told my friend Travis, "When you go there, if it's three hundred, tell me I'll instantly PayPal you the money, and yeah. this way you can pick it up for me." He uh, he sends me a picture. He goes, "No, no, it's thirteen hundred." Yeah, I was, so, <laughs> was going to say I think you're missing a one there, but well, I've gotten some <laughs> some straight arm GI Joe's AFA under under three hundred. Oh really? Yeah, wow, like that's... I got my Zap for like two seventy five. Oh, that's interesting on the Zap. I was gonna say, well, maybe like He's Breaker or something. Yeah, yeah, Flash is, and and Flash. I'll tell you the truth. That Flash was my first GI Joe figure. Mine he too. wasn't. He wasn't straight arm. So thank God I don't have to look for that. But if I ever like. If I ever go for quality over quantity, a swivel arm carded flash will be something I'll I'll be that'll be in my sights. Yeah, so unfortunately I struck out on that one because my my toy guy that's local around here he has a straight arm stalker for three fifty. That's AM. Uh, so oh, like wow. if I I really gotta buy something I'll buy or maybe one four hundred. But like if I'm really desperate I need to just buy something. <laughs> uh, I'll pull the trigger on that. You've got that right. backup. Yeah, you know, I'm just like I said, I'm trying to buy quality over quantity sometimes. So yeah. I'm just trying to wait for like that one nice grail piece. Like I said, that firehouse is a pretty pretty cool thing. I figure now they have all those uh the vintage Ghostbusters are gonna be released in if we get them, you know, in June, like they're supposed to come out. If we get them, I think they'll go together really nice. So I can make like one whole big shelf. 
and we'll uh, we'll talk about Triple A's pain. But I I can I can feel his pain now. Of like, really, you're gonna just put a, a box up on a shelf <laughs> of this amazing toy, you know? But hey, it's your collection. You collect how you like, right? Yeah, well, it looks awesome, that box. I mean, you see yeah. the pictures of that firehouse box? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's got, like, the kid playing with all the figures, so it looks great. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I just, I would, what I would love to do, if I, if I was going to do the same thing, I would have the box there, I'd have the toy out in front of it, I would have the four figures out of their package and then have like one sealed figure so you get to see the firehouse box you get to see what the sealed figures looked like but then you also get to see the firehouse and the toys and all that but yeah because that's the other thing my, my friend travis he, he they had a complete firehouse and it was 145 so mm. you know, it's 145 for one loose complete if i can get a sealed box one for 300 tonight or 350 you know, you weigh the terms. How many how many sealed ones are out there compared to how many? No. You know? No, trust me. A sealed one at that price would be amazing. Because I didn't realize a complete one was that inexpensive. I, I thought it'd be a lot more for even just a complete one. And what's but. kind of funny is the, the there's, there's four sealed ones on eBay right now. I'm bidding on two of them. One had a clearance sticker on it for six ninety seven. Oh, my God. <laughs> And another one has a price tag on it of forty nine ninety seven. Yeah. So, well, it's just like the flag, man. You know. Yeah, it was hundred. You want? Yeah. And that's and that was full price. They clearanced flags out because they were too expensive at the time. You know, they were that thing that no one would ever buy. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. No. Well, I'll let you know on next recording how I make out. <laughs> Um, I I got a ridiculous amount of stuff in because, like I say, I went a little crazy. But um, let me try to think about. I don't want to go through all of it, but I'll do some of my all stars. So, I uh, biker scouts are uh, some of my favorite. It, it basically goes stormtrooper, snowstrooper, biker scout over every other clone trooper everything that's been produced since so i finally got myself a vintage biker scout complete with weapon for 15 bucks i was excited that relatively good shape yeah need to take some magic eraser to his helmet a little bit there's a there's some scuffs but um uh, like i say earth rise i got the star screen which i love i found the prime um haven't opened him up yet uh but he looks good uh crazy thing is uh, ever since christmas best buy has had a really large toy section and uh i saw more Earthrise figures at a couple best buys i went to than any targets or walmarts really so if you're if you're really fiending they're hitting there uh oh that's the only place i saw deluxes but uh they only had the one like little base one like that's got the crane and that kind of stuff that it, it's not wheeljack or cliff jumper so i didn't give a shit 
Yeah, I can't imagine how many people would actually go to Best Buy to look for toys. Yeah, and I the only reason why I did it originally was to get that Mandalorian ATST and the IG11. And I thought it was just for Christmas. It was really big. It's I found a Jurassic Park Stegosaurus there that I'd been looking for. All this kind of shit and and now it seems to have gotten bigger at least at the two I went to. So, if you're if you're looking for mainline toys, they they had them there. Um, people are also saying they're find, finding the next Black Series series there, the one that came with Commander Bly and Count Dooku and shit like that. So, well, worth checking it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've never seen them in stores, and that's where people are finding them is Best Buy. Um, so that I got some muscle figures. I love muscle figures. Um, I got uh, a Lego, a knockoff Lego zombie shark, <laughs> which is, you could kind of like see its ribs and stuff like that. That was kind of cool. Um, the the toy I was talking about that I got that I was just but I have no connection to it. It was a lot of money, but I was like, fuck it. I haven't bought just a toy that looks cool in forever. Is I got the uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider Marvel Legends figure and motorcycle. Oh, yeah. That's have you nice. seen that? Oh, dude. Oh, I just fucking love it, dude. It is just so, like... 60s, 70s kind of like space toy kind of thing with different decos and um, I didn't know this. I read this in a review of it because uh, I bought it because I loved it and then I'm like, if this is a shitty toy, I'm going to return it. So I read uh, Michael Crawford's review of it and he just gushed about it. I didn't realize the reason why it has a skull on its chest is because the Punisher is the cosmic ghost rider and i didn't realize that but he has a very cool skull on his chest which makes him even neater but he has big spiky shoulder pads like the road warriors he's got his his head in like a little dome helmet thing that's clear that's amazing his guns have like little fire effects coming out of them the motorcycle it's just crazy. It's got flame effects. It's got like this ball with electricity going through it. Uh, because it's a flying motorcycle, longtime listeners know I like my, my galactic motorcycle gangs. Uh, it has a stand on it, a clear stand, so you can have it flying or floating or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, that was, that was a purchase. That was a lot. To spend $40 on something that has nothing to do with any of my collections whatsoever, just because I wanted a cool looking, and from what Michael Crawford says, a cool toy, I was really excited That's not a bad price, though. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, his one thing was like the motorcycle. The motorcycle is really plain Jane. There's not much, you know. The handlebars don't move. The big electricity ball that acts as like the front tire it doesn't move or anything. So there's not a lot of play value to the motorcycle. But it's an impressive piece. The motorcycle is 13 inches long. Wow. When put together, yeah. So. 
Um, and yeah, I got some other stuff, but I mean, I got TF Source order in, so I got a lot of old stuff that I bought in one of their sales, that kind of stuff, but it's been a good week. I've been opening a shit ton of toys, which will take us to our next uh, segment, listener feedback and questions. And he didn't actually send this in. He just talked about it on the Facebook group. But Triple uh, A is getting pretty annoyed that uh, we have two people on the podcast that don't open their toys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and I argued Lotus opens his toys. He just handles them with blue surgical gloves. Like he actually opens quite a bit of his toys. Um, but, uh, and then he, he hates that I buy so many toys and open so few, uh, mainly mine thing is, is I just want to sit down and enjoy a toy when I open it up. And when you have a family, you just don't have a lot of that time, right. in my opinion. You know, like if I'm not staying up later than everyone else or waking up earlier, I don't have a lot of time to myself, but. Uh, so he recommended doing a, a what toys have we opened segment. Um, and and I can uh, I can I can get down with that. So uh, one of the things I did open this week and and it isn't amazing, but I opened up the McFarland uh, Sub-Zero figure from their Mortal Kombat 11 line. And so previously I talked about the Cyrax figure from Storm Collectibles that I almost broke while I was playing with it, talking about it on the show. Um, so it was a good comparison to compare those two. And, and people are right. The McFarland toys are, they're not even as good as Legends. They're not as good as Black Series, but they have a ton of articulation, amazing sculpts, good paint on them. Um, I would say, I would say maybe not the paint but the sculpts rival NECA toys um, and granted I got mine on clearance for 15 bucks but normally they're only 20 bucks compared to 80 bucks or 60 to 80 bucks for a storm collectibles I really dig the figure now we talked about will it hold up over time like I just have him in a pose he comes with a uh, uh, a ripped out skull and spine from his fatality. So I just have him standing straight up holding that in the air. Will he hold that stance probably forever? Yes. Would he hold some hyper-articulated action stance forever? Probably not. The material's right. not there. But um, but I dig it, you know? So uh, there's my uh, toy I opened for you, Peter. Now, granted, I because I've been kind of uh, uh, mourning my grandfather and buying stuff all at the same time. I've actually opened probably fifteen toys in the last couple weeks, but those Mortal Kombat figures I thought were getting a little bit of a bad rap, so I wanted to represent for them. I'm just trying to think. The last thing I opened had to be uh, the <laughs> it was either the NECA Laurie Strode or the NECA John Connor that you got me from San Diego Comic Con. And how long ago would have those been? Oh, a few months. Oh God, rock! 
You know what I, it is? Gotta... I, just, I, have, I just have that. I mean, we've gone over a million times. I just have that attachment yeah. to the way it looks, you know, in the pack. In That's the pack just, I don't know. That. That's just my thing. But, yeah, the next well, time and they're getting so good at drawing collectors in with the, I mean the packaging is getting amazing in my opinion I mean absolutely amazing uh, one last thing that I did get that I just wanted to put out there because I, I bought a whole set of them for Peter but he, he's been able to find them and I and hopefully people have been able to find them as well as I found a whole case of the Mega Constructs single carded figure masters so I only wanted Adam and Stratos because I have the rest, um, but I bought a whole set. So before I return them, if anyone listens to this and hasn't been able to find them, wants the whole set of five for cost plus shipping, just let me know. And if I don't hear anything from, a, from anyone in a couple weeks, I'll return them, but yeah i was able to find it and that was in wyoming not here in denver in wyoming i found the whole case of them <laughs> so uh, those are single carter figures yeah yeah they're the ones that actually have the card art on them now okay. instead of being the generic make a constructs wave where there was a couple masters these actually like i'm looking at the prince adam has prince adam on it and the stratos has stratos on it that kind of thing but they're still, I, I wouldn't say they're vintage enough for you, Rock. No. Because it's, back. oh, do you? Yeah. yeah. And see, and that's more vintage-y than anything. Much more than these are, in my opinion. I bought that out of anger at Walmart when I was trying to get the uh, the cassettes. I went to the uh -huh. same Walmart like five days in a row when Rick Seek <laughs> had the, uh, it said it was in stock. And I'm like, I'm not leaving this over to find something, damn it. And it was on clearance, that five-pack, for like $8. So I bought it. Nice. Yeah. Unfortunately, I paid full price for mine and Mark Haddix. Because <laughs> I'm collecting... Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Maybe Mark wants them. Because I think he was having me buy them. Okay. Well, sorry, everybody. Mark Haddix has first choice. But let me know if you need them. Because maybe Mark doesn't want them. He, he's kind of... Uh, he's scaled back his collecting. So, um, all right, let's go ahead and get into grab bag. First up, Star Wars High Republic. So, uh, this is the latest, like, crazy multimedia, but primarily a book story, but it's going to show up in comics and other places and possibly uh, evolve into TVs and movies. Um, this takes place 200 years before the Phantom Menace, so this is really the, the golden age of the Jedi. Um, if you're not a big Star Wars person, they've done this a few times. They do these things where they do a nine book series or something like that. And either every book's written by a different author or they, they're written by three, three or three different authors that do a book in each, you know, each timeline and that kind of shit. So it, this isn't unheard of. Um, but it sounds like the way they're going to integrate it, this is going to be a first. Um, it, even the title of this article says, nothing like this has ever been done before. Um, 
it's some of the artwork is really cool so even if you don't care about the books uh just go to the show notes again openyourtoys.com top of the page and click into this article in a grab bag and some of the artwork is super dope um i don't see it here i saw a different piece of artwork that even had a um uh even had a wookie jedi which we've never seen before but um, I thought that was kind of cool, but, uh, yeah, some of the, some of the artwork on here that they're showing, especially for the comic stuff is super cool. No, it's a good idea. Cause they need to start somewhere now for future endeavors between movie and TV. And my yeah. dog's going berserk and I'll be here in the background. Oh, uh, yeah. It's all good. It's, it's all good. It's life. It's life. What happens every night when it's my son's bedtime, the dog all of a sudden wants to play. So it's like the dog oh, has right. day to play with my son. Then my wife goes to my son's <laughs> bedtime. Then the dog gets this big ball of energy at 9 o'clock. And the dog wants to play, fight, and attack. And it's every night. So that's how I know what time it is by when a dog's behavior. But, uh, no, it's a great place for Star Wars to start again. Because now there will be a new jumping off point. I mean, and they're supposed to, like, co-mingle all these stories together in one way or another. Yeah. In comics yeah. and novels. So I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and I mean it'll be it'll be interesting to see what comes of it. I I tried in the last big one and I made it like two books in and couldn't keep up and just kind of scrapped it. But what's crazy is since they pretty much said the EU is gone, like it's it's interesting that I'm glad to see that they are going to continue with EU stuff. And now it's all canon, you know, so this is all good. If this becomes a big hit, we could get action figures from it and all that kind of stuff. So definitely. All right. Uh, let's see. For Transformers, we get the Netflix cast. And I even told myself as I was putting this, I'm like, you should really do the <laughs> do the work and look at this on uh, look at this on. Uh, um, what is it? IMDb. IMDb. Yeah. And I didn't do it. So I was hoping, I know Lotus is pretty good with actors' names. I don't know how you are, but I'm awful. I don't recognize any of these I names. Don't recognize, I couldn't put, the I couldn't put a name with them if I tried. Let me, no. I'm going to bring up IMDb real quick and let's see if we can put in here. WFC Transformers. And let's see. Maybe they got this from IMDb. No. Still don't recognize them, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't even. It doesn't even look like it has it listed. So wherever they got this list, it doesn't look like it was IMDb. Uh, maybe though here everybody this makes for this makes for amazing uh, radio here as I stall while I um and ah and look for dates here because usually I mean it's I thought it was coming this year so usually that'd be up on there but I think these people are just people we never heard of yeah it could just be you know generic voice talent in LA and yeah that's that is easily possible. So let's see. Oh, here we go. Transformers War for Cybertron TV series. All right, I found it. All right, let's see if they have any cast 
yet on here because usually when they do the cast they'll have pictures next to it and i'll be like oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> uh years unknown photos storyline yeah no cast yet on imdb yeah. oh full cast and crew let's see if this shows it series writing yeah no voices yet so Anyways, if you're a big TV person and can recognize, or TV and film person and can recognize names, uh, go again, go to the show notes and take a look. We've got a link to the article. Uh, Motu official toy guide uh, being proofed as we speak, and this is actually an old article from before Toy Fair. Uh, or no, right after Toy Fair. Uh, but if you didn't know, Pixel Dan, our, our Motu's favorite reviewer, unless maybe you don't like the way he reviews, maybe you hate him, but uh, he has spent the last year traveling around the country taking pictures of some of the most amazing Motu and hard to find Motu toys ever to create an official toy guide uh, for Dark Horse. So if you're unfamiliar with the Dark Horse books, they put out these amazing two to 500 page books. Um, one's been a cartoon guide. One's been a uh, all of the mini comics from uh, all of the regular mini comics. Then they also put all, uh, they put out a guide for all of the comic strips Motu's ever done. Um, just some amazing, super comprehensive guides. And uh, I'm excited for this. I've never yeah. seen, I've never seen a master's one. Like, you know, you have the Belomo guides for GI Joe and Transformers, but I've never seen a master's one of all the toys. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this too. It is right in my alley. I have the other one, the book of the, all the mini comics, and it's amazing what they do with those books. So I'll definitely pick this up. And I haven't seen, uh, whether or not they are, but I would assume this is going to be New Adventures and She-Ra as well, but I, I haven't seen one way or another. So It had me at Book of you know, Toy Art, you know what I mean? Packaging. <laughs> yeah. My, it's my name all over it. <laughs> um, and the toys, since you don't open them, you can actually see what's inside your boxes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm like, I'm staring right now at my Battle Armor Skeletor with this Toys R Us price sticker on it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. No. You know, I just, oh, no. If I opened it, it would just be, you know, it's just Skeletor. I don't know. Yeah. No, I feel you, Rock. I, I got to give you a hard time. But like I say, I, for somebody that I would say, I would say 85% of my collection is still in boxes. Wow. And that's not, it's not because I don't want to open it. I mean, there's some, I would say 10% of my collection I would never open. Even if I had a million dollars in all the time in the world, I'd never open it because I bought it specifically to stay in the package. But I would say 85% of my collection is in boxes still. And that's just because I don't have the time to enjoy them the way I want to. You know, Peter was talking about like part of the reason he can't be on the show is because he spends so much time every week opening toys and enjoying them. 
Wow, you know, a real tough life, Peter, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. but it's a it's a great life. But he you know, so much, it is so much time opening his toys. You can't even talk about them. He's, he's got this mountain and mountain of all the closets filled with all those mint and box toys to open. <laughs> but that, but he also does an amazing thing that I could never do, is he cycles through them. He also sells yeah. the toy. So from what I understand, he lives in in a smaller condo. So like. He, toys are constantly coming in but they're also constantly going out so he's he's struck a good mix unlike me i have this not a huge house but a big enough house where i've just like hoarded all of this shit they're just in totes everywhere in my house you know so, i mean i think it's fine so who lives the better so life as long as you're you not know? losing your shirt on it you know what i yeah. mean like if you're close to breaking even on stuff I think it's fine. You know, he, he got the enjoyment of it. It's like a car. Like, there's an appreciation of it. Like, he bought that new car. He drove it. He got the, he knows what the depreciation is going to be. Then trade in for another yeah. car. Yeah. And and he buys the shit that a lot of time is, even if it's open and played with, it's still getting more than what he paid for it. Then, you know, then that's fine what he's doing then. It just seemed yeah. like when Lotus was talking about some of that higher-end statues, which is surprising, like, to, you know lose money on some of those items so yeah but yeah if you, if well, you I, do that and be above water that's great yeah and that's what i was saying to miss mcfavorite like even though i've been unemployed the last four months i've sold four thousand dollars worth of toys and the more m- m- remarkable thing is i have not lost one penny all of those toys i've either sold for more money or cost you know now granted i have totes and totes and totes full of power of the force two figures <laughs> and, and you know and now chug you think about chug like i was saying that i mean that fucking that trail breaker came out three years ago maybe four years ago at the most and now he's going to be worthless because this new one is so much better. Right. You know, so I haven't tapped into any of those. But anyways, um, for G.I. Joe, Word Burglar. So we've talked about Word Burglar before. Um, he has a new album out. Uh, this one is, is not G.I. Joe, but I needed something to put in there. But it's called Space Verse. And it's basically tons of transformers and star wars stuff uh there's a little bit of just some other sci-fi stuff so if you're a hip-hop fan i always thought it was really cheesy when uh when rappers uh stuff like that go go like a niche like they have a gimmick you know but word burglar he started off doing gi joe raps and he's just an amazing lyricist and he has dope producing and that kind of stuff so it it can be a little cheesy at times some of his lyrics but he is he is just a very talented hip-hop artist um so if you like hip-hop and you like 
G.I. Joe, Transformers, Star Wars, I would suggest checking out his music. And if you're from Canada, a lot of stuff he talks about is Canadian hockey and stuff like that. Stuff that I'm like, eh, I don't get it. But again, it's just a good song. It's a dope beat. You and know, you know what's another shit. really cool thing about this record? If any of you guys are a fan of the Full Force, Chris McCloud, Diagnostic 80, he puts in a lot of musical beats that he creates from the cartoons into the podcast. He actually produced a couple of tracks on this record. Oh, that's dope. I love that. Um, a couple things that I saw just digging. Oh, yeah, Diagnostic 80. I, shit. Oh, he, I heard uh, he talked about it a while ago on that he was working on it so now that i saw it oh yeah I, I, you know figured it all out but yeah his his beats on when you listen to the full force or his news breaks from different things he, he's got good beats in the podcast he really knows what he's doing and i'm yeah. a big fan of chris mcleod no i agree like his i follow him on youtube and watch his youtube videos and super well produced you know he's another one uh, of the good guys in the community of like podcasting toy stuff like he is one of those guys where he's only got positive things to say he's a real pillar of uh the online community where there's a lot of negative stuff and you know i tend to be negative on things but he's like the beacon of things being positive and he's one of the great mm -hmm. people on the online community of joe and transformers and uh, if you're pretty hardcore hip hop guy, uh, he's got some good battle rappers on here. He's got a uh, uh, um Cybertronic Spree, the the Transformers band that per performs in full costume. Hot Rod from that band has music on here. Cool Keith, like old school shit. I mean, that's like if you know who Cool Keith is check this guy's music out that's dope that he's on here so all right enough yapping about word burglar but um okay we did pretty good running long on the first segment did did a comeback on the second segment and finished just in time well Perfect. it's still two it's still a two and a half hour podcast but, <laughs> but awesome. it was planned it was planned to be that way because we had so much shit to talk about a lot of stuff from toy fair so um, if you're going to TFCon, reach out to me. Let me know. I love meeting people in person. I always say, let's get a beer, but it, who knows? Maybe you're like Lotus and you don't drink beer. Let's, let's, let's get some chicken fingers or some onion rings or, you know, maybe you eat healthy. Let's get a, a chicken wrap or something. Um, I love meeting new people, especially in person, especially at cons. That's what I'm there to do. I'm going to do very minimal shopping, a lot of pants and hopefully a lot of talking to people in the community so i'd love to meet you at tfcon if you're going to be there um so i guess we will see you sooner rather than later well later rather than sooner peace
Bumpers. Bumpers.